All right, welcome back to episode 65 of the Divine Council Podcast. This is your boy, Monquay. And this is Stefan. We're back at it with episode 65. Yeah, so welcome everybody. Um, you know, I, I want to first start off by saying I hope everything has been well through the through this chaos that, you know, we continue to go through in 2021. So they say 2021. Uh, but, you know, we're back at it, hopefully, to give you some insightful content. And hopefully entertainment as well. You know, we just want to get back to the podcast, you know. So uh, I just I guess want to start off by just doing this, doing the same thing, updating how, how it's been for me the last week and a half or so since we uh, last recorded two weeks. Uh, you know, still in the grind, still in the rat race. You know, prior to us getting on air, we would, you know, discussing the podcast and just. The, the nine to five and you know the rat race and uh, and other other stuff that we're gonna officially get into, uh, but you know I gotta figure out a way to get out the matrix. You know that that don't ever stop. That's that's a that's a uh, day by day uh, problem that I'm looking to solve. And you know hopefully we can continue to give you more content and you know level up. You know we want to keep trying to level up and you know let let our message be heard throughout the world. So yep, same same. Same rat race. I'm glad to be back. Episode 65. How's everything been for you since we uh since we last got together and ended the podcast? Since episode 64 for you, Stefan. For me, I've been other than uh doing my full-time job, I've been uh just working on my my project or my mixtape. I'm closing in on fin um I would say I'm like 80% done with that. You know, I'm uh, closing in on it. I, kn- I know, like, the concept that I want to do behind it and the the artwork that I'm going to do. I'm going to do a photo shoot for that. And hopefully I can get that out to the people uh, sometime next month. I want to do a release party, you know, to, um, to celebrate it and stuff. And I was thinking of doing the release party in uh, Greenville um, and uh, just having people come out to that and yeah, I was actually, I got somebody I know that's in marketing. I was thinking about marketing the project and stuff like that. Because uh, I'm treating it like it's an album, but I don't really want to consider this my album because it's more of a collaboration thing. I got a lot of people from from where I'm from, uh, from the 919, you know, to be a part of the project. And I, that's how I look at it as, as a collaborative effort. Um I got a couple more projects I want to work on afterwards, but this is my main uh, focus at the moment. It's my first time uh, that I recorded a project in this uh, actual studio. And the guy that the studio that I go to, they were telling me, you know, that it's it's been booked up a lot recently because a lot of artists have been coming through and stuff like that. And I was thinking, I was like, damn. I was like, man, probably one of those days I'm just coming in because it's just me and the engineer when I when I go in. I don't go in with nobody else. And uh, I was like, I come in one of those days and I run into fucking uh, the baby or some shit. And I, yeah. I just feel like I feel like that shit can happen because it's like, you know, the how the industry is small and shit. And you know, uh, where I'm at, it's a it's a it's a popular area in terms of well, yeah, in terms of music. Um, Cause I had seen it. Uh, the, the the owner of the studio came into the session, one of the sessions, and he was looking for some files, and it was for Anthony Hamilton. And it's crazy because that's somebody I wanted to actually collaborate with for a long time. 
um, Anthony Hamilton, Jill Scott. There was a couple of people I wanted to collaborate with. Um, but see, the only there's only one person that I want to uh, really collaborate with on my official album or my, I guess my debut album, which I'm a, I'm looking to drop in the wintertime, uh, either the end of, end of the year, like last day of the year, or sometime in January, uh, it's daylight. That's the one feature that I want on my album. And, you know, it's crazy because he just said he was going to do a feature for somebody. Um, I don't know if he was going to charge or anything like that because he was, it just depends. And there's one song I got a whole concept behind it and everything I was going to send to him because last time I tried to, I sent him a song last time, well, like two years ago or a year and a half ago. And, you know, his price was not, I mean, it was, it was, it was lower than what I expected, but I didn't have the money at the time to, to do, to get the feature. So this time around, I do have it. So that's the only one that I, uh, that's the only person I want on my pro on my album. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm looking to do. And man, yeah, I'm just excited about this project, man. You know, just the, just the different themes that I have on it. You know, people that I've known for a long time that I respect, and um, I feel that they their their art should be given more recognition. And I think it's our time to to cement ourselves in the the pantheon in terms of uh, music and where we're at. You know, from where we're from, so because we have a lot of talent from where we're from. So, so yeah, I feel like it's the time to do so. So that's what I've been on. Yeah, I know you You have been speaking. I've been in the studio here for, for the last couple of months there at different times. So, yeah, you know, you got to, you know, you keep with it. It's going, it's going, it's going to bubble over because you've been, you've been leveling up, you know, with your craft. You've been at this for a long time and you've been at, you've been at it longer than, than most. So, you know, just keep, yeah. just keep doing what you got to do, man. Just keep for doing sure. what you got to do. For sure. And I, I I did see where uh Daylight was speaking on that. Uh and you know, Daylight's a different type of artist in my opinion. I think he's 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 uh he's for the people. He's really one of those artists that he doesn't view himself as a as a little above person. I mean, you know, he 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 is because he's putting the work, but he's he doesn't really talk down he doesn't talk down on people that's you know trying to trying to make it in the game when it comes to uh artistry not just not just you know rapping all that you know he, yeah man he's talented so yeah for sure for sure so but i mean see but for uh and the thing with me is it's just um i i don't yeah i look at myself as a an, as an artist i don't look at i don't look at myself as just a a rapper you know i didn't grow up wanting to be a rapper or nothing like that i grew up i had music always around me and stuff uh Cause my dad and my grand, my grandfather was a musician, uh, as well, um, on my dad's side. And I, I just, uh, it's just something I found out I could do, you know, just, uh, just off a whim in terms of, you know, just in free high school, just freestyling and shit and like cafeteria. So I just started recording then like Walmart mics and stuff. And I was, uh, just putting up freestyles of song. I was just freestyled to like any type of shit. I was freestyling to like Lady Gaga type shit. I was just trying to see how far I can push myself in terms of creativity. And, uh, you know, my favorite artist, uh, I would say probably all the time is Kanye. So I feel like he 
Like he gave, he inspired me in terms of creativity. So I don't see myself as just an artist. I was just a rapper. I see myself as an artist in terms of, I want to be able to direct, like direct short films and produce and, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to get into, uh, you know, I want to do clothing and, you know, humanitarian work. And there's very, I mean, there's various avenues that I want to go down, but this is, I feel like this would be the gateway for me to do so. So this is what I'm, I'm focused on at the moment. And also I want to, you know, continue to expand what we're doing here with the, the podcast and stuff and uh, continue to uh, improve on the production value of that over time and, just uh, continue to grow. I agree with you because, like we said before, this the podcast game. You know, the, the independent. Uh, I want to say independent. I guess reporters. Uh, this is this is going. This is the future. It's already here. Uh, you know, as we as we spoke before, it's a lot of games going on. A lot of connection with the ma- manipulation in the media. So and entertainment. So yeah, podcast is where it's at. The podcast game is where it's at because, you know, people get I know people are getting tired, even the ones that's believing that's going through the same thing and believing, the, you know, the media and and the low level of entertainment. They're getting tired of, of that, too. They want a new outlet. You know, times are changing. So, you know, the podcast game is where it's at. You know, we got to keep leveling up and, you know, get spreading the message. It's people I think the consensus is most people are just tired, you know, tired yeah. of the same old games, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I be seeing like online, too, with how YouTube has is just increasingly um, over time has just become more censored as to what you can say. Like I'll see reactors get their videos copyrighted just just based off of re- reacting to a video, you know, um, and it, it's just I don't know. It's just it's just trying to like silence people. Like we've uh, we've talked about in the past, it's just them uh, trying to silence people and keep them keep their keep them in a certain box to where they can't fully express themselves as creatives. So you have people going to other platforms such as uh, Patreon, you know, where they can have more direct interaction with uh, with supporters, and they're not looking at a huge. Um, a huge loss in revenue because of the percentage that the the company takes out. Yep. And, you know, I I feel like the algorithms too, I think, you know, mostly uh, I think a lot of it's algorithm based, especially with YouTube being owned by Google and most of any, everything coming from Google's uh, type of ownership, you know, it's a, it could be a big financial loss, you know, getting your, Page uh, suspended for some, you know, misinformation that they say, uh, or you know, just getting your, your channel just completely deleted. And I think, I think the biggest travesty is, I think the viewership, especially on something like on YouTube, uh, because I don't think the numbers are even correct. I don't even, I don't even think that these viewership numbers are correct. Because who's to say that, you know, this person did actually get two point one million views, but this person got two hundred? Well, it's YouTube that says that. You know, because it's all centralized, and I do think they had use algorithms like actual actual code based off of you know what you upload, your title, um, what the algorithm may pick up when it's previewing your video, like certain words, um, and you know some people get 
some people get a um, big more exposure than others. That's why I don't really care about who 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 really who views or who doesn't view because if it's just one or two, that's that, that's that's what matters to me. Um, I know at some point, you know, people are gonna start to understand it's, it's 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 bullshit. You know, it's all bullshit, and you know, it's gonna start with people start to go starting to go to other platforms that are right now better when it comes to getting your message out than what we've, what we've been used to. I think the problem is centralization as a concept period. Uh, this everything is centralized. And this is why, you know, you have YouTube that have that has changed over so many years, you know, and it's ironic. It's very, it's very uh, suspicious that, you know, the censorship is tightened up. It tightens up at certain points in, uh, in our society. And, you know, I think it just shows that, you know, it's all connected. They're all in on the same thing. You know, they're yeah. all in on, on the censorship. Um, my, I spoke with my brother uh, about a week, about two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. And he said, uh, it's, it's weird that now we have more access to information. But the problem is, even though we have more access to information, it's a whole nother level of warfare being played on us with this information, with it being hard to find. It's like, yeah, we can, we got information, but a lot of, a lot of real information is harder to find, even though we can find information, which is mostly the information we find is meaningless or it's uh, highly censored. It's the, and basically what he was saying is it's the same. It's kind of this, it's the same thing in a different time. It's the same thing in a different time, because before you would have to probably go to a library that may not have even chose to even display certain books. But here we do the same thing with Google. I mean, have you seen how much Google has changed? Even DuckDuckGo, like these other <clears throat> engine engine pla- uh, search engines or whatever. It's all bullshit. They're all bullshit. They're all, they're all in on the censorship. Like Google now is, is in my opinion, is, is damn near retarded when it, when it, in comparison to, previous years where you can damn near find anything. It's so censored. It don't, it don't it doesn't even show you multiple pages anymore, if you notice that. If you're on Google, it doesn't even show you the infinite levels of pages that that you that you um that you can have before. Now it, it, and sometimes it might not even if you put in something that it doesn't understand it says we cannot find this information. This is shit that you're that that was very hard to do to the Google search engine a decade ago. Now it's like you can put some shit in, and if it's not something that the algorithm wants to uh, wants wants to search for, it'll give you some nonsense. It'll give you some shit that's off on left field, you know, or nothing at all, or you know, just a very limited level of information. So it's the same. It's the same thing. It's the same type of censorship, just with technology, which could be more dangerous, actually. And in my opinion, you couple that with low levels of entertainment, and you know the lack for the thirst of knowledge that we display because we're lazy, uh, hella feminine as a society, um, you have a problem at least, uh, you know, emotional, emotionless, brainless people, I think, which makes it easy for them to be controlled like sheep, which makes it easy for them to believe the same, the same media that's in control of your information. I mean, this, this shit is wicked. So I don't, you know, if people expected it to be, different i mean right now it's not and it's not going to be it's, it's not going to be different just because we got this technology and you know times change astrology you know it's not going to be different it's going to be the same type of shit but in a different way i mean this is this is what time is about so 
No, I, I, that's it was interesting to me. You know, I think um, I think cancel culture uh, plays a factor into that as well with the censorship because everybody is so up in arms about everything nowadays. Is people are so sensitive to any and every um, thing somebody says. You know, I'm I'm seeing people um, like I seen the uh, Billie Eilish uh, just. She put out an apology because she did like a, a Asian accent like years ago or something in a video. Somebody this uh, they sur- it surfaced or something like that. So put out she put out an apology about that. I'm just thinking like man, it's it's ridiculous the links these people will go to to dig up some dirt on somebody uh, just to uh, just to have a just to feel relevant, just to feel powerful in that moment to just try to destroy somebody else's uh, career off of something so so small like that, you know, something that isn't really harming anybody, you know? Um, And I I just think it's ridiculous. It's it's to the point. It's just like, I think more people should um, speak out against cancel culture I think people should be held accountable for their actions on certain um, on things, but going to the extent of finding every little thing somebody said, like I just think that's ridiculous. And uh, in order to move forward as a, in order to move forward as a society, we gotta. I mean, we got we have to toughen up. It's it's just like it's just people are just too soft nowadays. Yeah, I agree. I, I want I want us I want people to speak out. Um, but I, you know, the reality is like, you know, this is this is the societal rift, and I think it's just going to reach it's going to reach a T to where we're we're going to be we're going to be forced to change the society. We're going to be forced. We're going to be forced to change the society because shit is going to be so fucking trash, and and so the the structure is going to be so shit that we're going to have to we're going to have to change. We're going to have to change, and we're seeing that now. We're going to have to change, uh, period, and get back. Get uh, get back to the basics. Get back to the um to the to the, to the true human essence. We're gonna have to, you know. People, you know, this is this is playing a part of two playing a part of kind of how, how we got here. Um, I'm not gonna say that like like you said, everybody should be held accountable for their actions. Uh, I'm not gonna say that you know people should that we should just turn a blind eye, but. You know, we all know that the cancel culture shit is just it's more toxic than it's it's more toxic in the end than uh actually helping with, for change because the change of this pushing is it's just it's killing structure. It's killing structure, in my opinion. And it all it all goes hand in hand with prophecy. People don't want to hear that, but whatever. It goes hand in hand with prophecy, man. You know, once once we start normalizing all this crazy shit. It's the whole society gets gets crazy. Every every everything else, like when it comes to violence, all that shit starts to to increase. All of it starts to increase. Right, right, yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's what that's something that I've seen recently is uh, the talk about violence across the country rising. And how Biden has a plan that he's about to propose in order uh, in order to come in order to uh, combat that. But I mean, I don't know. I just don't see how anything he, he anything he says 
will help with the issues of this. I mean, it's just the country as a whole is it's just a it's just a, a shit show right now, you know. Um, and you know, people are tired. You know, there's people that are getting paid, you know, benefits just to stay home. So there's not enough people in the workforce, and then you have the the cases where uh, food shortages. I just seen where there was like some uh, chicken shortages or something like that. You know, certain things like that is coming into play. Real estate. Um, I was watching um, Gematria Effects on uh, YouTube, and he was talking about this company called BlackRock that holds over $8 trillion in assets and how they're buying up a lot of places and stuff over the country and just over the world in general. And, you know, it just he was just saying how he was trying to find a place and, you know, it's just everything's being bought up, you know. And it's just... It's just crazy, man, that, people, you know, not enough people are talking about this. You know, not enough people are mentioning it and what it means, the the uh, ramifications for it, you know, moving forward. It's just just a lot going on right now in the process. I'm glad you said BlackRock because, you know, you're speaking to someone who I, we I, I know that the, the president itself, it doesn't. At, at this point, it doesn't, I don't think it even exists anymore. But speaking on, you know, Trump, you got to understand that BlackRock is not your friend. But the, for those who believe Trump would, you know, would have been better or Trump doesn't have any hand in this. I still think, you know, Trump would have would have or did would have been doing a better job than Biden. But that, that's that's not even the point. You got It's all a show like it, they're not really even doing anything anyway. But just know that while he was in office, he basically integrated. BlackRock as a part of the United States Treasury. Um, so, you know, <laughs> they're right beside the money printer. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's another way for the government to basically shit on the people. And it's all connected. It's all connected. They are a part of a whole different society than you and me. But yet we're supposed to elect these officials that don't give a fuck about the people. Because we've been at war. The, government's, the government has, to ha- has had the people... Uh, Marked as our number one enemy across the whole world, specifically in the United States, I would say since the 1900s, since like 1913 when they created the Federal Reserve and we started uh, World War One. So since then, it's just been uh, with, with the media and propaganda against its own people and other people of the world. They base they basically committed warfare against the people, and it's coming to a T. Uh, this is why I don't even try to take sides in any any presidential any president because it's, it, even if they're doing positive things, you got to understand that it's still it's, it, they're all it's all leading up to something. It may look positive, but it's not. It's not because I think when he integrated BlackRock as being you know basically buying shit up. This is what kept the stock market and all that up. This is how it was proposed initially. Like this is what kept the stock market from crashing and yada yada yada. But now you see, BlackRock is. This is why real estate is going up. And I came to a realization too. Um, I did research. Uh, basically, uh, this guy named Trader University on YouTube, and he brought up a good. He did a great video on, on what's really going on with, with uh, with the, the economy. And what's going on is uh, basically, basically what he said is it's not going to be a crash. 
it looks like it's going to be a crash, but we're in a different time period than we've ever been. And what this time period is, is the fall of the U.S. dollar as a reserve currency. So he used Zimbabwe's, uh, he used Zimbabwe and I'm, I remember Zimbabwe. I don't remember the other, he used two countries, two countries that ha- whose currency is basically Zimbabwe's, the, the Zimbabwe dollar is, doesn't even exist anymore. It does, it's already, they've been through hyperinflation. It doesn't exist anymore. Um, he basically he basically showed how before they fell and hit hyper before they got into hyperinflation, the 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 actual stock markets and their their real estate markets, their commodities markets, I, I think Zimbabwe's number had it has has increased over a thousand percent when it comes to the actual valuation of the index, the main index, which like for here, like we got an index would be like NASDAQ or SP 500. That's just like saying that whole sector or whatever. You can invest in that whole sector. He used the main indice of Zimbabwe and showed that actually they never crashed because they were going through the same thing that we're going through now. Because what ended up happening with these centralized governments with central banks, which every country basically has, it's, it's the same. It's the same concept. When they went through that, when they went through that, uh, the inflation crisis. What ends up happening is since they since we just have dollars and they right beside the money printer, the government just prints money nonstop and puts that money into the markets. They buy shit up to prevent because it's either you let you let you default and you let shit crash and you go back into a depression or you you print money and you print that money. You buy shit up. You put it into the markets, because if you look at it this way, it's going to keep those markets up while at the same time your currency's falling. And this shit made so much sense because you had now you can see BlackRock buying everything up, real estate prices everywhere. It doesn't even matter if you're in the country or in a big city. Has I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous on how much this real estate costs, it. and it's hitting real estate first because that's that's what's that's the that's the biggest market that's closest that is close closest to being uh being a a, a burst bubble or crashing. Um, but basically, he said he was saying how we're going through the fall of our currency, which is the federal, which is the global reserve currency. This is the main currency that the world looks at as the number one currency, basically. And since we're going through a, a great devaluation of that currency, what they're going to do is just continue to print money. You hear you hear Biden say this, who is a figurehead. He knows what's going on, but he's just a figurehead. He's here to he's here to speak about what the banks and what the real higher ups are doing behind the scenes but try to give it to us in a way where we can not, not that the, where we can understand, but where we, he tries to spin it to us. Basically he says he's going to print money. And what's really happening is you have, we have BlackRock and the treasury working together with the money printer to print money, but they're not taking this money and holding it anymore. Cause you got to remember the value of the money is they're devaluing it. It doesn't, it doesn't have any, it's devalued. They're yeah. taking this money and they're putting it into markets, buying shit up. So, What's really going on is it's not going to be a crash. What's going to happen is this shit, shit is going to be so expensive, you're not going to be able to attain it. It's hyperinflation. This hyperinflation. Because so much shit depending on these markets. You got Social Security. You got Medicaid and Medicare. You got, you know, uh, warfare spending. The way he explained it is we can't default on none. They have to continue to prop that shit up. Because look at what's going on right now. If we don't, if we... Now you can say it's justified why we spend so much money on warfare. Because if we stop at this point, we look at what China and Russia is doing. I mean, I already feel like they have superior technology and they're about to have superior economics with this digital yuan. We're going to be fucked. We're going to be like 
fucked. We have to take actually take that up a notch right now. You can't default on Social Security and Medicare because you have the majority of your population retiring right now, and that's what they're going to depend on to eat. I mean, you you can't you can't default on certain things. So, yeah, if we're expecting a crash, no, nah, it's not going to be a crash. In fact, it's going to this shit is. And if you if you think about it, if you understand like if you understand the stock market in certain markets, if you look at the past, if you look at the history, like the the macro view, those markets have always trended up, and they're going to continue to always trend up because it's manipulated. And now it's going to be so manipulated because the government is going to literally have control. Uh, of you know of of the money because of the treasury the treasury is like the main they have they control the money the treasury is the main part of the government when it comes to money they're going to just take this shit and take the markets up a notch but just because the markets are going up you, your money's still being devalued the dollar itself is being this this is why they're buying shit up they can't default on certain things because if they if they leave millions of people out here to starve, they know it's going to cause a crazy rebellion. It's going to cause an awakening like that. They're trying to keep us under the illusion. And this is how. So, you know, it made, that made so much sense. You know, you, got, you, you can put it all together. You can put what Biden is saying, what, what you know, uh, Janet Yellen, she's over the Treasury, what she's saying. Jerome Powell, he still has a play in this, even though um, I think he's the Fed chair, Jerome Powell. They're all talking the same thing. So the, the times that we're in, man, this shit is, I said it before, it's worse than the Great Depression. And this shit has been going on since 2000, at least 2008. It hasn't, it, it hasn't gotten better. It's, this shit has going, been going on since 2008. And this shit is about to be so insane. For those who just want to feel themselves a meaningless entertainment and, and just want to, like, you have, this shit is going to make us change. It's going to make us change. It's going to make a change. And a little bit more that I want to add to it, ultimately what it's going to end up doing is they are going to end up trying to cut certain things once they get to a certain point. But we don't know what they're going to cut. And the shit that, the shit that they're going to cut is going to affect a lot of people. They're going to start with the unemployment. They're going to start with the unemployment. You see they're doing it now. They gave it to us. Now they're going to, but they're going to cut that shit completely. They're going to start with the unemployment. But that means that they can end up cutting anything. What I, I mean, we don't really know what, what they're going to do. They only know what they're going to do. They only know what they're going to do. They could they could go to through either either two paths. I think they're going to start. I think they're just going to keep hyperinflating shit up. And because uh, we have a good example with Zimbabwe, uh, whose currency is it doesn't even exist anymore. You know, but their markets, all their markets during that whole time, it's, it's up at that over a thousand percent. It's increased. The markets are more valuable than the currency because the, cur the currency is being devalued. And while, while they devalue the currency, they're printing that money instead of sitting on it with bonds and sitting on the cash. They're buying actual assets up, and it's it's gonna it's fucking the people over. Um, I'll say I'll say this um, too that that's a big reason with the hyperinflation. It's a big reason why um, this this digital age that we're in in terms of like uh, crypto and stuff is going to rise to the top because that's where the new, um, that's where, the, well, yeah, that's where the new system will take place. And that's how people will be able to uh, recover in terms of some of the things that they lost from these programs and stuff that they, you know, they can cut and whatnot if need be. 
they can put money into these things, uh, certain projects and stuff that, you know, have these, uh, these things they're trying to do, like certain projects can do certain things in terms of just world economy and stuff like that. They can put the money into that and just hold it over time and see it grow. And they could use that as passive income over time, you know, um, if, if, if need be. But that's why it's so important now for people to understand uh, about the market, the crypto market, too, because of the hyperinflation and how, you know, the, the U.S. dollar continues to uh, decrease over time. So you'll need to put your money into something, you know, obviously something that will grow and something that won't be inflationary but instead deflationary um and that's what crypto will help to solve but you know i don't i don't look at it as um i don't look at the crypto market or the crypto space as like a good or bad thing i just look at it as is you know it's just i just look at it as neutral you know because there's good that comes with it in terms of people being able to uh to get away from working a regular work a regular 40 hour work week you know and they can earn passive income on a monthly basis and you know do what they need to do but then there's the bad things behind it in terms of how you know people use it for you can use it for money laundering or you can use it for uh activity such as trafficking you know stuff like that you know you know so that that's another thing behind it and also just the control thing too with certain aspects because you know there's thousands of coins right now but it you know in terms of how i just said it'll be it's deflationary instead of inflationary over time that's going to shrink over time to just a certain amount of projects you know that they'll they will force us to use moving forward now which are what are all these projects that's yet to be seen but that's something to think about, you know, in terms of the future. But uh, just moving into the space, it's also important to uh, just be wary of the things, you know, certain things, projects that aren't what they seem to be about. And, you know, just being able to put put your money to good use and not into something that is just uh, that's here today and gone tomorrow, you know, so. Yeah, I, I I agree. Uh, specifically, what you were saying about it being uh, a neutral. I look at digital assets as basically the new internet. The internet, I, I feel like, is is neutral as well. It could be good and bad. Uh, and I feel like you know this it's the same thing with digital digital assets, cryptocurrency. Um, I think it's neutral, and I think it's I, I think it's going to be like a. It's going to be, I think in the end, it's going to be bigger than the internet. It's going to be like, it's just because it's, it's, you have, you have so many different utility tokens and so, so much, so many different things going on with certain projects that it's just going to change the way we live. It's just going to change the way we live so far. Like, I think it's going to get to the point where because of cryptocurrency, if you do have a job, actually, I think we're going to have less people working, in my opinion, we're going to have less people working. But those who do have jobs, you are not going to like nobody's going to get paid every two weeks or every every week. You're going to get paid right away for what the hell you do for your for your labor, for your service. What that is, it's, it's, a, it's, it's to be seen. 
But it's just, I think it's going to change the fabric of how we live. I think, like you said, it's going to allow a lot of people, it's going to liberate a lot of people and even in, in a lot of countries beside the United States. Look at all these, look at a lot of these third world countries. I think a lot of these, uh, some of these, some of these assets, some of these digital assets um, will allow a lot of people to basically change the way that they've lived for years, forever. Um, it's going to allow people to make money without having to, you know, give up their true currency, which or their energy, you know, their, their, their energy for a job that doesn't give a shit about them. We, we're all seeing that now. Everybody's feeling that shit now. This is why a lot of people were given a choice of unemployment checks or work. They're choosing unemployment checks because we all understand, you know, the way we what we're working for, and how we're working is we're not nobody's getting paid enough. Even doctors, they don't they don't get paid enough because you're putting your energy into it. You're putting your energy into it and everybody's not nobody's getting paid right away for your services. And once, once that, once we start to, once we start to get exposed to cryptocurrency on a large scale and people start to get paid for their services, damn near right away, instantaneously, people are, we're not going to go back to how it was before. And you got to integrate certain shit like brave browser, which already blocks your, it already blocks ads within the browser, but it pays you a cryptocurrency token for it to give you personalized ads that you can't even listen in and even like it's going to change the whole fabric of everything. Um, but yeah. with that being said, it's neutral. And I think what, what's going on now with China, once again, cracking down on the banning of the, the uh, Bitcoin mining and, um, you know, even the United States doing talking about their, the CBDCs, which in my opinion, the only negative, the only negative that comes out of cryptocurrency Cause here's the thing with the dollar, the dollar is the biggest money laundering tool ever. The, the, the dollar is the biggest, the the largest tool that we've had ever to be able to do illegal activities. So I'm not, I don't even. I mean, people are gonna do what they want to do uh, with money. Is how I look at that. But my problem is the control aspect, cause we know they're already speaking on uh, central bank digital currencies, which is way different than cryptocurrency. It's totally. I don't even put them in the same class. That's what the digital yuan is, the digital dollar that they've been talking about for the last two years. And they've actually been talking about this for a while. But we can know we know that they've been giving us subliminals about the digital dollar, the digital euro. These are CBDCs. This is a lot different than cryptocurrency. That is this is that's going to display the negative aspect. And I think leading up to them trying to roll out these central bank digital currencies, also known as CBDCs, is they're going to basically try to have a. Uh, a, a witch hunt on certain digital assets and i think it kind of started though i mean i don't feel like bitcoin is truly what they say it is i still i feel like ultimately in the end i i, I think that they can track that i can th i think they can track your activities with bitcoin i think they have a lot more power than they actually are telling us with bitcoin because they they say it comes from somebody named satoshi but i'm telling you in 2013 they if they can fucking use drones to find mother find people there wasn't no nigga named Satoshi that made that shit. It was the NSA. It was the National National Security Agency or some other shit who knew where we were heading. So, but I think in the end, in the end, it did it, it, the way the the way the current the way the technology set up end up being just like the internet. They rolled out the internet to the people, but they, they couldn't control the internet. The only they had the, they got they have indirect control of the internet. And I think Bitcoin is the same way. Even though I think it was created by the government. I think that the, te the technology in itself got out of control. And the same with other cryptocurrencies. Some of these cryptocurrencies, the code 
it's going in itself. It's going to. It's not going to be able to be controlled. And I think Bitcoin is is like that. And I think other Ethereum is like that. They're going to try to take control of these assets indirectly by having the bank by you know uh, media by media saying oh Bitcoin's been in mind and now you have a slump when all in all actualities is futures is contracts expiring. It's it's actual it's actual real world shit behind the scenes that. Has to have to do with the economic structure of that cryptocurrency, which is causing it to crash. But yeah, they're, they're trying to manipulate the cause of the crash more. Like it's 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 something that's just got out of hand, in my opinion. But I think you know, in the end, basically, what you what you what, you, what we're going to see is tr- it's going to try to lead up to the central bank digital c- currencies. Which, like I said, I'm I'm neutral about it. But I, you, you can't lie when you say we're, we're not living in some type of prophecy, period. Because that right there is the digital. I mean, that, that's 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 leading to the to the digital one world uh, currency. Because all they can do is get literally give you. Now they can print. They, they can give you digits. They can't. They ain't even gonna give you dollars anymore. And they can cut your shit yeah. off. You yeah, know it's, what just I mean? co- it's just all code. But the one thing that will stop them from doing that, you know. Um, it's privacy coins such as my uh, Monero. They can't. They, you know, they to this day they can't crack it. They cannot crack it. If you if you have a wallet in terms of Monero, um, and then you put, you know, you deposit some, you know, Monero into that, and then you deposit it into another, it's untraceable. Like I mean, they, you know, it's complete anonymity. So that's something. That's an issue that they that they're facing now it's just like okay you can have this you, you can have these uh cbdc's but how are you going to be able to control these privacy coins you i mean i don't think you can at the end of the day you can force people into using these cbdc's but people will still have these other holdings elsewhere you don't know about you know um it's the same thing as like i was watching a video today from a, a tax um, analyst and he was saying how you know the 1099 B's um, on like you know if you use an exchange like Coinbase or Binance they don't actually provide that so um, it's up to you to actually report what you um, what you sold you know that's what he was saying so technically you know so you do what you want you know what I mean like and um, if you know how to move shit the right way then you can be untraceable with it. You know, that's why I'm looking at it too, because I don't see, and ta- ta- uh, I look at taxation as theft, you know what I mean? I don't think that we should be taxed on something like this in ter- in general. I mean, we're taxed on enough shit as it is, and then you look at what the capital gains tax is, plus our state tax as yep. well. And on top of that, it's, it's crazy, man, you know? So it's about, you know, you got to find your way around this and, um, yeah, like, you know, people making a lot of money off of this and, you know, which is great, but you got to know how, you got to know what to do. You got to know how to move shit. You know what I mean? Um, that's going to be important. You know, just say like, if you, if you got in on a project early, you put like a thousand into it and it went up to a hundred thousand, you know, if you just move all of that at once, that's going to be a red flag to the IRS. You got to know how to move things in increments and, use a privacy coin, privacy wallet and shit like that. And it can get done. You know, you can avoid having to pay taxes. Technically you can do it. 
I mean, technically, legally, yeah, you can avoid doing it because they don't have 1099B. So you don't tell it's up to you to report, you know, what you did. You know, that's all. That's what I'll say about that. But um, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, there's so many projects, like you're saying, it being the Internet, it's Internet itself. And then you got projects that are technically like the Internet with the protocols that they have, you know, like the graph is one of them, um, you know, and it's 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 cool. And my it's cool to see the, the power, you know, that these projects could do, like have one uh, one day. Like, you know, I was just looking at um, I just was on Coinbase the other day earlier today with ample you know ample helping 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 to resolve issues on the blockchain in terms of you know increasing like uh transactions helping things to be moved you know to be moved on to smoothing things out you know it's sort of like a repair uh token or something like that on, on the blockchains and shit that's a, you know that's really important in terms of transactions and how long they take Binance is you know is uh horrible at that you know i still got a, a withdrawal from like a month ago they still haven't withdrawn it's still pending you know it's it's crazy man that's that's another reason why to um avoid using exchanges uh when you can and just uh you know just move and move with uh you know wallets and ledgers and things of that nature so so yeah um you know we're in an interesting time and you know, Bitcoin today bounced back a little bit. It went under 30,000 slightly yesterday, but it bounced back and it's over 33. I think it's at around 33,000 right now. Um, and then following that, you know, the wick off graph, you know, it's following that to a T. And if, if you don't know who, uh, what wick off is, look that up um, with wick, put in wick off and then put in Bitcoin you'll see a chart where it shows you like the trends over time. Uh, this guy was originally the guy that created it. I think his name was Richard Wickoff. Um, he created it. He died in 1934. He was a stock and uh, stock market analyst and stuff like that. He was, uh, he was following like the stock market changes and trends and stuff like that. But over time, it now fast forward almost a hundred years, you know, we have this cryptocurrency and it seems to be following that same pattern in terms of uh, Bitcoin. And since Bitcoin is really the dominant one of the crypto market, it really determines how the other coins do for the most part. So it's important to notice and understand the game that's being played because the market is being manipulated by the powers that be. So you just have to understand when to do things in the market. So that's something to definitely look at moving forward. Uh, I would also say to look into, like I've mentioned before, looking uh, into numerology, you know, um, because that's important on a day-to-day basis. They're playing shit. The shit that they do on a daily basis with this, the numerology is, you know, it would be shocking to you if you looked in it, you know, enough. You know, and, and specifically with certain coins and shit, um, like you were saying, like um, like you you know, you look at XRP with the case that's going on with the SEC. Well, if you look into Gematria, you know, and I was just watching Gematria effects, he he talked about it slightly yesterday. XRP is the twenty-two coin, meaning 
he think he thinks that potentially it could be something huge for it, but not until next year, though. You know, so um, that's something to look at as well. If you wanted to look at a coin, you know, to follow and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, there's several. I mean, there's several projects. Several projects. I mean, I look for new projects on a daily basis. You know, to look into and um, to put time into because there's a lot of people out there, a lot of intelligent people that are working behind some of these projects. And I know right now we're in a time where you know coins are blowing up fast. If you look on Coin Market Cap, the trending is usually some like a meme coin or something that's trending and stuff like that. That's good. You know, you can make money off of that for the most part fast, but you got to know when to, to buy and when to, you know, to sell because those things can free fall just as fast as they go up like a roller coaster. And you got these people online that are, um, they'll shill certain coins, but they'll shill it when it's already at the top. So by the time you buy it crashes and you end up losing. So that's something to think about when looking for projects to invest into as well. You know, um, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of people that's, that, I mean, there's still a lot of projects on the come up, you know, this, you know, there, the people that's not on no bullshit that it's not no get rich quick scheme is things that they're trying to b- provide to the world, you know, and trying to help with and solve problems and stuff, you know? So uh, I would just suggest you, I mean, yeah, I would suggest if you, you jump into the, the market to look at, you know, the top 100 or whatever, but always, look for others because there's always more just, you know, there's, there's so many uh, surprises uh, with the market in terms of what is capable, you know, and we, we don't even, we, we haven't even scratched the surface yet. You know, it's still extremely early. Think about it. Think about it like this last year, Bitcoin around this time, I think was still under 10,000 or something like that, or maybe it was slightly over that. And this year it went up to over 64,000. You know, within a year, that's like, that's insane. You know, thinking back to, uh, again, like 2013, it was like $14. And now it's it's reached these crazy heights. And I believe it's going to reach a lot higher. You know, I, I said, I think it's going to reach 100,000 at some point this year. Um, yeah, man, it's just a, it's, it's an interesting time, man. It's exciting to be in it, you know, um, it's, Specifically, when you see in coins, I'll say this, when when you see coins being listed on certain exchanges and stuff like that, that's the perfect time to get on them. Like, you know, because um, there's usually a pump during that time. You know, uh, I was just looking at Coinbase and, you know, I'm part of SHIB, I'm part of the SHIB army. And um, we're waiting for Coinbase to stop fucking around and put SHIB on Coinbase because they know it's going to it's going to break the fucking app when they put it up there. And I think that's what it I think it did break it because they had open deposits for people to put onto Coinbase Pro. Like uh, they had these other projects called Keep. Keep is another project and Chills. Chills actually just did a partnership with Philadelphia 76ers. Probably bad timing in retrospect, you know, with uh, what's going on with the NBA. But they did a partnership, you know, so that's I mean, that's a use case right there. They did a partnership with the NBA team and they got listed on Coinbase Pro. But within like a day, they got listed on the main Coinbase. So what do you think that would do to a coin like SHIB, which SHIB, honestly, out of any project that I've seen with my time, it's one of the most interesting projects I've seen, like 
the I mean, like the in terms of what is possible, like, yeah, it, it started off as being as following um, Dogecoin, but it's got its own power behind it. And the amount of exchanges is listed. It's like one of the most popular coins in the world. I think it's like ranked 29th right now. And it's well under a penny. Like, it's, I mean, it's just, it's insane to think about what Coinbase understands that, eToro understands, all of these, ma- Robinhood understands the power that this one project has. Why would they all be listening, thinking about listening if they didn't see the power? It took Dogecoin eight years, if I'm not mistaken, to get listed on Coinbase. Now this coin is about to get listed within a couple months. It's not even a year old. So put that into um, put that into perspective, and think about it. They 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 uh, temporarily Coinbase put out the tweet. Uh, Coinbase Pro was like, you know, they're gonna have to delay the release of putting SHIB up there because there were so many deposits allegedly that they couldn't. They didn't have enough addresses for all the deposits to go into. So it would fucking crash this shit. I don't think people. I don't think if you. I don't think people realize how big that is. Over 500,000 holders. Like, you know, a lot of people will say, too, like, why do they call it the Doge Killer? Like, you know, that's a bad thing. But at the end of the day, I think it can surpass what Dogecoin has done in a short amount of time. It's insane to think about. But it's not I haven't seen a project this exciting, like ever in the space. The things that the numbers that it reached at its highest. That shit reached 40 um, last. This was last month. It reached over 40 billion in market cap. I don't think people realize how big of a deal that is, like and how fast it happened. You know, oh, and unlike, you know, Bitcoin, the the creator, Ryoshi, he actually tweets and stuff. He tweets, he blogs and shit like that. So he's not anonymous like a Satoshi or nothing like that. Oh, and here's another thing. The dog that is um the dog that is modeled after the Shiba Inu, guess where that dog is from? Japan. What just got opened in Japan? Coinbase. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I, I think Shiba is gonna be big. I, I, and that just you know it just show it goes to show that. Now I mean, I'm not gonna say one more thing. Now that's one meme coin that's actually I believe is about to become a utility coin. I don't think that's gonna keep happening. This is like a one time thing. You know, a lot of people think a lot of these meme coins are gonna the next sheep, the next dope. Nah, I think this shit is about to be cut off right after this shit. So yeah. It's, it's got a lot, it's got a lot more to it. Like it, it actually has uh fundamentals behind it. Um, which is why you know I you know how to look into it as well. Um, this goes to show just the, the flexibility that can come with, with you know, digit, uh, cryptocurrency. Um, and I wanted to add, you know, you're talking about the Wyckoff uh, distribution uh, that the market was following. I still, I still feel like a part of the manipulation. Got to understand that you know they've been printing a lot of money, and the government, the Fed, the banks themselves have been investing into these markets, but they're planning something. And it shot up quick, and I think it's going to go back down to a certain point. I think it's—I I still feel if the market does follow Bitcoin, Bitcoin itself is going to get down to probably like 15K or so, between 10 and 20, 20K temporarily. 
because got to think it's been propped up. But goes this goes back to what I was saying about the different types of tokens of technology. It doesn't matter how low Bitcoin goes; it's deflationary. It's only twenty one million of them supposedly, and that's how, that's how the technology works. So you can, in my opinion, they can never make make that go to zero. But that's one coin. That's one token. That that's what makes it different. That's what makes this shit so amazing because we're finally reaching a time where we're going to have diversity in money. Like we're going to have different currencies, different every utility tokens, different everything. We don't we've only known of one currency, and that's the US dollar. And it's the reserve currency. So like if you got dollars, everybody takes dollars. But that's 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 changing. The times are changing. It's going to be room for more than it's going to be room for different digital assets, and they're going to have their own space, you know, within this new economy. You can already in certain uh, certain coins, you can already use them to do things like you know how I was just talking about Shib. Like you can already use Shib to fund surgeries in the U.S. now. Yes, you can. There's a lot more that they want to do with it, obviously, but um, that that that's fucking major. Like, there I've seen a, a company say you can use it for any type of payments you need, whether it be utility bills, healthcare, all that. Mm. They, they'll accept it. Like that is major. Not a lot of coins have that have done that. You know what I mean? So, and obviously, Bitcoin. It's being more accepted, you know. You see the ten, the legal tender in El Salvador. Uh, El Salvador. Uh, there was another country I can't think of right now, but uh, that also just adopted it. If I'm not mistaken, was it um, Ecuador? Ecuador. I'm thinking of like Paraguay or Uruguay or something yeah. like that. I don't, yeah, I'm thinking of oh one God, of those. It's a couple of Central American countries, Uruguay or Paraguay, but. Um, yeah, I mean that that's huge, you know, and I'm not the biggest Bitcoin person myself. Yeah, I got a, I got a little bit of Bitcoin. I'll probably get some more later, but I don't think it's it don't it doesn't have the best technology. Anybody that's in crypto community knows that Bitcoin's technology isn't that I don't think it's that impressive. In turn, I think there's other projects that can surpass it. I think Ethereum 2.0 is going to blow Bitcoin out the water. Honestly, um with what it can do um, and then, obviously, like XRP and XMR, which is Monero, the power behind that, the privacy, like that is, in, I mean, that is powerful within itself, what that, that can do. And then you got other coins that work on the blockchain. Then you got like stuff like Chainlink that I think is, I really believe in uh, Chainlink. I think that can be huge one day. Um so, yeah, man, I mean, it's it's so much. It's so much to it. You know, it's not just Bitcoin. I know people just look at it like I was talking off air about somebody I went to school with, high school with. We were talking recently and I was like, do you know about crypto? And he was like, no. So I was like, do you know what Bitcoin is? He was like, yeah. I was like, well, that's crypto. And then there's all these other coins that are also crypto coins. But anything that's not Bitcoin is considered an altcoin or an alternative coin. You know, and there's thousands of them, you know, and just trying to just wrapping my mind around that. It's like, yeah, man, there's still people that don't even know what crypto is. They, But if you say Bitcoin, yeah, because it's being pushed so heavily. But I don't think Bitcoin is the, you know, I think there's other projects that will surpass it in terms of what they can do, you know. So that's it's something to look out for. That's something to look out for uh, instead of, you know, j instead of just 
I know certain new people are just looking at Bitcoin. It's like, damn, you know, the price keep going down. It's not consistent. They bought at 64,000 and now they're down bad. Well, there's other projects you can look into other than Bitcoin, you know, so you just got to do your own research. The only thing, this is what I, this is, this is the big thing. See, I, I'm from the mindset that I think, the, I think a lot of problems that, uh, that most people have is they want to compare, they want to compare things that can't be compared. You know, these, all the coins you name have different technologies and they cannot be compared amongst each other. Like they have different uses, period. Like you can't, you can't compare Bitcoin to Ethereum because they do, they do two different things. Ethereum is what you would call basically the internet. It's a new, like, it's a new, it's, they got the Ethereum virtual machine. It's like a new type of internet and all the tokens that come with it. But Bitcoin is like a store of value. It's like gold because it's got that deflationary aspect. That doesn't mean that that's any better than, than uh, Ethereum or, or XRP or anything else because it's two different, they, they do two different things. You got to be diversified in this space. XRP, that shit right there, I mean, that, in my opinion, when it comes to technology of transferring money, it's not. It's a lot of stuff that's you know on its level, but for it to be that main, the main token for, uh, you know, transferring money and stuff like that, it, it, the, the the transaction speed is like less than five seconds, and it's it's, it's a mind fuck. This, I mean, it's a reason it work. It's a reason why the SEC has a lawsuit about XRP yep. right now. If you think about it, like there's a power behind that, you know. Yep. So. So a lot of people have never used the technology. They just see that oh, it's it's under it's under trial. It's a reason why it's under trial. They've been working on. They have patents for XRP technology since 1980s. They've been this shit is it's. They call it the banker's coin. I will say so. It ain't that it ain't all positive. They call it the banker's coin, and soon people are going to see. They're going to know about it. They're going to see what's going on with this court case. Uh, but like XMR, like you said, Monero. That's a privacy coin. That's. You need all this. You need all this stuff to become your own bank. You need all of it to become your own bank, and that's what's going on. Um, I think a lot of different people... Lose. Yeah, yeah, it's different components. They all play their different roles yep. in, in the ecosystem, you know? Yep, different cogs in the wheels. I mean, you can go on and on. You can go on and on. And um, I, I, I really... I'm not a financial advisor. I, I, would, I would like for people to just think, you know, look at it as look at look at the technology in itself because people miss out on a lot of money by getting too caught up with one currency over another currency and like a tribe type mentality that I mean, you lose a lot of money doing that because you start to miss you start to miss uh, a lot of uh projects for what they are and how they can help you um I yeah, I'm, not, I'm not married to any project I'm, I'm invested in several probably over 20 projects bro at this point it might even be more yeah probably over 20 projects at this point like yeah, I'm not married to any project. You can't, you can't be, you can't because at the end of the day, you also got to understand that every, anything, everything can go to zero. Everything go, can go to zero. Yeah, you gotta. The only real money per our per our the, the founding fathers, which you know, fuck still, but you got to understand we're under constitution and all this. Per the actual documentation, the only real money is gold and silver. You got to always remember that. But that doesn't. I mean. We're in this is 2021. That shit is way back, you know, two, three hundred to two hundred years ago, whatever. This is 2021. Times change. And you know, that's that's what's going on. But you gotta always understand that 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 threat is behind you. Everything can go to zero. Anything, anything can go to zero. Um, so you just gotta be aware of that. Um, but what I wanted to ask you, 
I don't know if you saw today, but John McAfee supposedly committed suicide. Yeah, that that was something I was going to bring up. Uh, John McAfee, the, the creator of the McAfee, uh, McAfee anti antivirus software. Yeah, apparently he uh, died today in jail in a in a Spanish jail or something like that. And uh, people, be, you know, there's already you no know, theories behind it saying he's not really dead and shit. Like it was set up and stuff like that. I didn't know he was in jail. You know, I, honestly, I didn't even. I know about, I, obviously, I know about the antivirus software, but I didn't know, I didn't look into it. I didn't look into who made it or nothing like that. Apparently, he's someone who was in the crypto community himself. And, you know, he was all, you know, he was talking about it and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't even know why he was in jail to begin with. He, he was in jail for tax evasion. He was in, he was in jail because he had, he was using cryptocurrency. So that they came in jail, they, they took him to jail last year, like last, like August or something like that. For, uh, they got him for tax evasion. So he was been on. Well, I think he's been on the run, but they finally got him last year. It has to do with with uh, with what I think he was invested in Bitcoin or other. He's invested in crypto. I don't really remember his holdings, but I yeah. remember when they when they jailed him. They jailed him. They uh they they said he had to he had to be uh, uh, extradited. He was on he was on uh he was waiting for extradition to the United States for standing trial for uh tax evasion. But if you know anything. About I, what I do know about him is he was a, he was a strong component for uh, cryptocurrency. He was a strong component for cryptocurrency. He was very vocal, and a lot of people basically said that you know they killed him because he was a because uh, he was initially he was an asset. Because if you know about the McAfee programming, that was some bullshit. Um, basically, it wasn't really a true antivirus. It wasn't true antivirus software. It was uh, like snake oil, basically. Um, and it actually caused a lot more problems than it helps. That's why people are saying that he ended up being an asset that turned, which in turn is where these conspiracies are coming from. Because, yeah, he created, he infected a lot of computers, probably stole a lot of people's data and gave it over to the government initially. But he started talking about the cryptocurrency. Basically, they he had got he had gotten in trouble within a lot with less than a year ago. For a tax evasion or whatever. And it was right before it was right before everything shot up. And um, also, I was seeing earlier that they were saying he had tweets. He had got this tattoo on his arm that said whacked. He took a picture of it on Twitter uh, a couple months ago. I think I think might might have been a year or two ago where it said something like if I, if I committed suicide, it wasn't me or whatever. So I went out and got this tattoo called whacked or I went out and got this tattoo and it, uh, in the shoulder in his arm and said whacked or some shit. I didn't go back and truly verify to see I, it was a check mark on it. I'm in a different different number of alt group, uh, Facebook groups or whatever. And they were talking about that shit. They were bringing up different tweets that he supposedly tweeted. And I was like, damn. And when I first saw it, I was like, ain't no way in hell he committed suicide. Ain't no way in hell. Are you serious? No way. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's big, man. That shit is like big for the space in the end. Got to look at the last three weeks. You had what two countries make Bitcoin legal tender. You had China supposedly banning uh, Bitcoin mining. Then you have basically one of the main, one of the largest known known advocates for cryptocurrency supposedly commit suicide. That's crazy, man. You know this is how they're trying to manipulate the space. These are this is how they're trying to manipulate the space. You know what I mean? 
they can't do it through the they can't necessarily do it like they do in the stock market. And they know that they can't do the, the stock market. They control that shit 100 percent. You know about like AMC and GameStop. If that if that shit when that shit shoots up, they cancel every any any sale action, any any buy or sell action. I just, and I just want to say this too. Um, the, some of the people from that, the squeeze from AMZ, AMC and uh, GameStop, they're moving over to crypto. And the coin they've chosen is SafeMoon, which I already have some. So just yeah, I heard give, about uh, the SafeMoon. It, yeah, they're, they're planning on doing another squeeze for that in terms of now they're moving into crypto with the SafeMoon project. So just beware, be aware of that. It's, it's two different spaces and, and it shows you the differences like with stocks a lot of times what, what they can do with stocks is the company itself can can give out more stocks which with that it, just, it dilutes the current stockholders this is how they can come back the the, the the little guys you would say getting back at them because they got control over the over the market but see when you got real when you got gold and silver and you got like cryptocurrencies it's different ways. Now, I, the metals market is controlled, but they can only control it up to a certain point because that's what's going to allow it. That's what's going to really help us economically is gold and, you know, the, the metals. They're going to have to use them. They're going to have to impl- re-implement them in some type of way to help us with this debt. Um, but the stock market, you know, it can, it, it can be highly manipulated, though I still feel like all markets are going to increase because, uh, they you know, they can't just crash them. They can't just crash this shit like, they, like they've done in the past. Which is why they had, they they created a system where they had the dollar where they it has unlimited market cap that can continuously hit the motherfucking printer, right? Continuously pay themselves and save the people, I guess. Yeah. From from depression, even though we li- this is a depression, the shit we've been in. Um. Yeah. It's a. That's a lot to to process with the the markets and you know the, I think. You know, gold and silver will always have a and will always have an importance in terms of uh, you know just investing. You know, they they got the already the digital uh, gold and digital silver and shit like that. So that's something to look at too. Now, I know how I talked about you know real estate earlier. You know, there's projects that's already looking into digital real estate. You know, that's something that's going to be big in the future. So definitely look into that as well. So uh, yeah, just the tokenization of everything, you know. So uh, uh, it's important. It's important to do your own research on these things, and uh, you know, the, the what we're saying is, uh, you know, for entertainment purposes only, and we're not financial advisors, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, just uh, just yeah, look I don't into know it. nothing. I just I, I in fact I wouldn't <laughs> listen to me honestly. Cause look, I ain't I don't, I'm not even, I'm broke. I ain't got. I can't look. I ain't well groomed. I'm broke, man. I don't know nothing. I just know, you know. I know what I think. I know. So you can listen to it or not. I wouldn't advise you to listen to it. I would not. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I I still drive a, a, a 2001 vehicle. I've never had my own vehicle before. You know, I still wear hand me downs. Well, I used to. <laughs> I was wearing the Gucci hand-me-downs in high school. You know, that was real. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, um, just regular, man. You know, my poster back here is, you know, if I put this video up, it's cheap. You know, that shit was, it looked well, a lot better on Instagram. Now, you know, that shit's probably like $5 some 
little Chinese boy made it in a sweatshop somewhere getting his ass whooped because he wasn't working fast enough, you know what I mean? But, you know, that's what came out. Uh, nah, man, I ain't got it, man. You know, my bank account's low right now, you know? You know, I ain't got it, man. I'm cooling, man. You know, this jersey's fake, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I got one better for you. I got a wrinkly dashiki on. I got it from a. Uh, I got it from a, uh, a, a a truck stop in Atlanta, or, or you know the little the stop downtown. He had a little merchandise cart up in Atlanta. You know, I only my shit wrinkly as hell, man. I ain't even, I can't even afford an iron, man. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough out here, yeah. man. You know, the, the pandemic has affected a lot of people in negative ways, man. You know, certain people got their bags up. My bags have been de- uh, depleted, you yeah. know, so so I'm starting from the bottom again, you know, just trying to grind and get it, you know. That's what I'm trying to, you know, hope my mixtape takes off so I can sign my life away and shit, you know what I mean? So, we'll I, see. I had, to, I had to ride my bike whenever they had that gas pipeline crisis. Boy, that, that, was, that was rough <laughs> right there. Boy, shit. I couldn't even get no gas. I couldn't afford it either. That shit was crazy. Yeah, man, that... That it's insane to think, man. Like I can still remember in terms of gas when it was like around a dollar and shit. Like when, when we were kids, it was like what? It was like a dollar or something yeah. like that. It was like right there. It was like a little bit. It was like right at ninety cents to a little bit over a dollar. Yeah, man. Now where it's at? Now it's it's crazy, dude. It's crazy to think, man. But then again, uh, you know the the rise of these hybrid electric cars in the market you know that's where it looks like we're headed with it you know um but then you got to think about oh well we got to have all these charging ports and shit and it takes like 30 minutes i think to charge the car and something like that so it's like now you got to wait like 30 minutes and you know we're already in a we're in a time where everything is sped up and people want instant gratification I don't know. It's a it's a lot to think about, man. Uh, moving forward, so maybe a bike is the best way to get around. You know, I was thinking about getting a bike anyway, just because I just wanted to get back to riding my bike around and shit. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. Just a lot going on. Um, what was I gonna say? Damn, I was, damn. What was I gonna say? Yeah, yeah. So I seen. Um, Biden, you know, his uh, goal to get 70 percent vaccine, 70 um, percent of the country vaccinated by like July, something like that. It doesn't look like it's going to be met. So now they're doing all these extreme measures in terms of uh, like having, you know, giving away like a million dollars and stuff like that. And I've seen other shit like, you know, just bargain trying to get people to you know, uh, free food and shit like that. And I think it was like in New York or something like that. And it's crazy, man, the links they're going to, you know, to push this. And, uh, you know, I see, I seen uh, Cole Beasley from the NFL. He'll rather retire before he gets the jab. I was like, yo, I was like, man, I just, I just don't feel like, I just don't feel like people, that un- understand what's going on, there's not, they're not willfully going to do it. You know what I mean? It doesn't, re- it doesn't matter how much money you try to dangle in front of us and shit like that. It's more to it than that. You know, we look at it from a deeper standpoint, you know, they're saying, oh, well, you know, the latest cases in the past two weeks have, it comes from the Delta variant and shit. And it's like, 
It don't, I mean, it don't seem any different to me. You know what I mean? Like, as somebody from the healthcare field, have you seen patients with the Delta variant or anything or the past couple weeks? I don't even know what they're talking about with a Delta variant. Am I, it, honestly, um... They just honestly, recently started talking about that, the Delta variant or some shit from, like, I think they tried to say it's from India or something. I don't know. It's crazy because more than likely that's coming from the people that's vaccinated, that's shedding. Um, because, you know, with, with, with the vaccine, what I know about the vaccine is they're basically giving you these spike proteins that are basically encoding the instructions to fight off this so-called coronavirus, uh, you know, this this thing or whatever. They're giving, they're putting actual uh, spike proteins, but it's, in, it's, it's getting encoded into your DNA to constantly, you know, to fight off. But see, what it's doing is it's basically constantly producing the virus. So I said it before and I'll say it again. You know, the, the numbers were, were, were bullshit before. They're bullshit now. And we're going to have another wave because at the end of the day, and it's going to come from people that's being vaccinated. Because, you know, I think I, I said it before. This shit is complex. It's so complex. I mean, you got to, it's, 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 it's insanity. This shit is some fucking insanity. The way we were, the way we were supposed to get back to normal is opening shit back up. We would open shit back up last year and kept it open. We were the shit. If they were doing it the right way and it wasn't an attack on the people, this shit would be normal right now. Because it were, it is something out here. It is uh, something real out here. Um, what what's happened is it's it, it hasn't been as daily. 100% as, as the media would say. And I, I would tell you, it's, it's very suspicious that all of a sudden the vaccine comes out and the numbers change, like, right away. And the countries mm -hmm. that don't have the vaccine, the numbers are going up. It's all bullshit because they control the numbers. I've been working this shit whole the time. I told you the masks were bullshit. Now that the supposed emails come out from the same motherfucker that's supposed to be giving us, you know, these uh, protocols and shit, when he says his fucking self... That it's only made that you only infected people should be masked. That masks don't work. It confirms everything that so-called conspiracy theorists have been saying. This goes back to to just the society as a whole. Like you know, a lot of people are not going to believe the shit if it's put in their face. So, like I said, we're going to have to go through shit where it's going to force us to change. But back to the Delta variant. I don't really. I don't know. I don't know much about this so-called variant. What I know is the flu basically disappeared in 2019 early 2020 after this this thing popped up but it, it's not that it disappeared it's just that diagnoses were different the different yeah. symptoms are probably shit in the past where they would diagnose you with the code no no you got the coronavirus but you you, you clearly know you have a code but you may you know you may test you may get tested for a pcr test which the creator of the PCR test got he he was actually he committed suicide in 2019, and he has videos where he's saying that even how we how we use these PCR tests to test for all kinds of shit it, it doesn't work and it's it's been killing a lot of people all the way back to HIV even they use the same type of test for HIV. Um, he he created the fucking test and he he has he has uh, interviews where he was he he's, he's speaking out against his own fucking test. He's speaking out against how they're using his own test. And he, he supposedly committed suicide right before this whole pandemic popped off. But anyway, with this variant, I mean, the patients that we have are still, I mean, it's still the same. It's still, it's still the same type of 
patients, you know, that are, that are presenting. I mean, the difference is now we're not even having people presenting with, like last summer we would have people present with all kinds of symptoms. I mean, at one point we would have people that were coronavirus positive that had diarrhea as their main as their main uh, symptom. Well, maybe a little bit, they may need a little bit of oxygen, but they have abdominal issues. At one point we're having people come in with all kinds of different type of symptoms, but with corona corona positive or whatever. Now it seems like it's just uh all respiratory. Uh well blood. It's all it's it's like people coming in with uh blood clotting issues, but I've been it's saying, affecting their yeah, it's it's, it's I mean it's, they, it's, they they say that too, like on the, the um mainstream news. But they'll say it's like eight people or something like that, like it's rare or some shit. That's what they that's what they've been saying recently about what certain vaccines. Um, there's these uh these reactions in terms of blood clots and shit. So but then they'll be like, it's only it's been six people or something like that out of thousands or millions of people that have taken it or some shit. Yeah, that that I mean, okay, that that's who that's how many you found so far. That's how many you're reporting. You're the one that is controlling this. So who knows what the actual number is, amount of people that have these blood clots. I'll say this. I'll say this. This is what I will say. What I've noticed for like every five actual CV positive patients, you we also have about three patients that has come in that had side effects from the vaccine. Wow. It's like that. I can tell you three patients at the top of my head. You know, I'm not going to not going to say anything, but I can, you know, I, I People have come, I've known plenty of patients that have come in for having basically heart attacks from getting these different different vaccines. And one in particular had got what you call TTP. Um, it's a blood, it's a like uh, transient thrombocytal thromb, thrombotic pam, pam, papyria. Yeah. TTP. It's like a blood clotting. It's a transient thrombocytic papyria, papyria, and it gives you these different. Different little, it's different clotting shit that goes into your blood. And basically, she was like, it was the worst shit she ever experienced. It, she said it basically, it was like she, somebody was beating her over the over her head. And she never, she never experienced anything like that. And you know, I talked to her about it, but the whole thing that she talked about was Donald Trump. So I was just thinking, like, damn man, we fucked up. We fucked. We are fucked. We are fucked. You know, she, <laughs> we are fucked. She didn't got this 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 vaccine, and she's in here in the ICU for a vaccine reaction. And she want to talk to me about a, a nigga that's not even in the office. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. believe it. I was like, man, damn. So this goes back to me saying you got to do your research and be informed. I mean, because it's gonna be a lot of <laughs> man. This, I mean, it's gonna. This is what's gotta happen. This is what this is what what has to happen when you don't take control over your own sovereignty when you put the power in other people's hands. You have to I mean, be forced to change. Got I, to. I just, I, um, the way I look at it, because like I just seen something today about the uh, theaters about to go back to full capacity in certain places and shit like that. Um, and people are getting back to regular life shit, you know, like in certain places in the South and stuff like that. They've been operating like nothing's happened, you know what I mean? Like, um, but I'm thinking to myself, it's just like, it's just like, man, will this stick around for the long run? And I be think I'm thinking it will. I mean, because you just said like how the flu just seemed to just have disappeared, and it's like, okay, well, maybe this has taken the flu's place. And 
I'm thinking about HIV, the the when that shit happened and how it was looked at at first and how now it's not looked at as such a death sentence. I'm thinking it could have ramifications of that being that long it's, around. It's very similar, man. In terms of now with these variants that continue to pop up left and right. You know, so I don't know, man. I don't, see, I, the, the way it started last year, it's like it, if it was just handled differently, I feel like we wouldn't be where we are now in terms of now they're thinking you get the vaccines as herd Im- immunity. Well, mm-hmm. if we, I think if we would have not had to close everything down so abrupt last year that we could have had, um, po- we possibly could have had herd immunity then. Instead, they're thinking now you get the vaccines, herd immunity, and it's like, I don't, I just don't see how that's the case. Yep. So, so yeah, oh. man, it's it's a it's a mess, dude. Uh, but yeah, like you said, another wave. I mean, I, yeah, I can see that. I can see that happening. Um, well, uh, let me ask you this too: Do you see any correlation with people that have come in with uh, similar blood types? Because I know people were saying that, and I've looked at articles about that um, about certain people not being as um, likely to uh to to get uh cv because of the blood types nah and i say that because i i feel like nah no because in the end it's biochemical i'm i'm coming from i'm from the mindset that from what i can put together is it is something out here but it's 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 multidimensional. It's not only how we change how we diagnose, not only how we change things up, but it is a biochemical type of weapon out here. And this 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 uh variant this this weapon was made to destroy you. It doesn't matter about your blood type. Like it just it matters. Do you come in? I think it has to matter. Do you come in contact with a certain viral load to get it or not? That's how I look at it. Like if you come in if you come into the right contact. It doesn't matter, and this is this is the shit that blows my mind. Like, because I still feel like most people are going to get this shit. I think it's going to linger around for so long that most people are going to get some type of something. They're going to get they're going to get this shit basically, and that has to do with the, the multi-dimensional aspect because they're not diagnosing you. They're diagnosing you with just one thing. They're not necessarily diagnosing you the same way before because it has to do with the test, which is shows you it's multifaceted. It's multifaceted, so there's mul- and, and there's multiple tests too. Yeah, like in a sense, everybody is. Most people, most people are going to either either have gotten it or are going to get it because the way we think of the way we think of sickness is not they. All that's changed. All that's changed. That's why you, you know, you you can't even. You just gotta, you know, you gotta take care of yourself. I'm not gonna say not take care of yourself. You gotta take care of yourself, and you gotta. You got to just, man, I don't want to say pray. You got to damn meditate. You just got to, it's, it's a pandemic. This is what blows my mind. It's a pan. Once a pandemic is, is in place, I don't give a fuck if you have the strongest immune system or the weakest immune system. It's going to be people with strong immune systems. Then you and me, that's going to die. There's going to be people with weak immune systems that's going to live. It ain't even a, it ain't even about that shit. You know what I mean? It ain't even about that. It's about the fact that this shit is biochemical, my nigga. That's what we need to be focused on. Who released? How did they lift this shit out? Who released this? And not just that. 
Why was it created in the first? How did it, you know, how did it I mean, come but, about? See, but I mean, I think it's in plain sight that it was made in the lab. Now That's, that we know, we know that it was made in the lab, but they're trying to say that it wasn't in Wuhan that it was created in. If it was not, if it wasn't created in Wuhan, then where was it created? No, I'm, America. Know? Then, this, yeah. I, okay. It's going to come back. They're going to put it. This is the fall of Babylon. They're going to put everything back on us, man. Like, but at the end of the day, I still come, it come, it's biochemical. I said it from the start. It's biochemical. And what's been going on, what was going on last year, even for the, you know, with the politics and shit, the shit that they were doing was killing us, man. Like, opening shit back up. What they were looking at is seeing how people, we would have a big spike and then it would plateau. Then they were, they're going to close shit back. Once they see a plateau, let's close it back down. That's what they were doing with this shit because we were getting to herd immunity. Each time they open it back up, we are, you're going to have a spike because the lockdown is what's causing people to get sick when, when you reopen shit back up. But see, people, we're not educated. We're not, we're not educated. We don't, we're, we're fucked. It's, it's all let about me, you. Let me ask you this with, um, uh, with any of the patients that you've seen, have you seen any people that come back that have re-got it, like got it again? Not re-got it, but got it again. From what, what I can and tell, what's the likely? What do you think is the likelihood that somebody can get it again? From what I can tell, if you most people that have gotten it, they have not come back at least to the to um to the to my to the intensive care unit. If you beat it, I don't really even know. Uh, like I don't. This is why I don't really understand the vaccine for people that, that has gotten it and beat it. Like I don't, I'm, I haven't heard of anybody getting it again. Like I haven't heard of that. Like, but I only work in I work in the most intense part of the hospital. So more than likely, if you come to this part of the hospital, you 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 know it's a good chance that you may not leave. Uh, so you know I'm. But at the, at the same time, even just out in my personal experience, no, I don't know of anybody that's gotten it, beat it, and got it again. I, I don't. I, I do seen one people, person, uh, somebody I work with. He said he had it, but he said he was pretty much uh, asymptomatic the first go around. The second time, he was like in the bed and stuff, like, and it was like uh, death, like to him, you know. So I, I don't know. It's, I still feel like it's tricky because, once again, asymptomatic. But do you really have anything in the first place? I think. I mean, see that. I mean, and I think that goes back to what you were saying about uh, how the flu disappeared. It's just they're not they're misdiagnosing a lot of people and saying that you have it because you're sharing a symptom that is associated with the flu. But now it's associated with this, so you automatically have this. Which I, I don't see. That's a problem with the, the testing as a whole. And then you got these multiple tests. And like when I had got it, um, the nurse said she didn't even say I had a full positive. She said I had a faint positive, which meant I was exposed to it. And I was like, what the fuck? Everybody I mean, exposed to it. Then my mom, my mom, she her test was inconclusive when she first took it. But she was in the sick bed, sick everything. So I, so I, you know, so the, I don't know, man. I, you know, the testing is just that. I don't know if you can technically, you can all the way trust. You can't. I don't know if you can test the. I don't know if you can trust the testing. Is what I'm uh, getting at. You know, I, so. I agree because like when I got it, I, I sat there and I was like, I don't. 
I don't even know if I got like I was like, do I really got this shit? Like I was like, I ain't about to go get tested because I might get it then. That's what I was thinking. But because I could see the reason why I was questioning at first, because I, I could tell, I could tell that my that other people were sick that I was around. They were a lot, they were very sick. And I'm thinking, damn, they might, they might have it. I'm thinking I'm gonna be sick like that. I never I'm I'm good. Yeah. The only reason why yeah, I went same. is because same. I was like, shit. I was really trying to, I wasn't trying to go to fucking work. I was like, well, shit, if, if, if I got it now, then now I might as well go get, I mean, I had, if you even go get tested, you have to sit out 10 days. If you've been, or if, you, if you've been exposed, if you've been exposed, I was like, well, shit, I've been exposed. So I'm just going to tell them I got exposed. I didn't realize I had to get tested too, but I was like, well, shit, I got to go get tested. So I got tested the next, the next morning. I was like, there's like, you, you're positive. I'm like, well, shit. See, I didn't even know what the fuck to do. Like I'm like, well, what are, what am I supposed to do? Like I don't need. I mean, I I was I, I felt like I was fine, dude. What and, and the thing is, what what I looked online is both the tests that I took were rapid tests, so you get the results back within like 15 minutes or something like that. Yeah. But they were saying online that you technically should take the um, what is it, the PCR test that takes like four or five days or something like that. Cause then that test, they say it gives you a more accurate, um, accurate result than just taking the rapid test because the rapid test could, it could be faulty at times or some shit. So, um, but the, P- the PCR test just shows if you've, if, the, if you've been exposed to the antibodies, I'm thinking about the lab test then. I, so I think it's only two tests. It's only two. Oh, the rapid, okay. the rapid. Well, a lot okay. of those. Yeah, anybody could be. See, if you're exposed to it, I don't think that's the. That's not the same thing as having it, though. That's exactly. I think that's. I think that's a problem in itself, too. You know what I mean? Like that's this part is, of the misdiagnosis. This is why they came out and said if you're asymptomatic, you, you can be asymptomatic and have it because they know the tests are fucked up. This is you know what I mean. This is it, it's, it's it's wicked. It's fucking yeah. wicked. I'm just I'm telling you, man. It's wicked. It's wicked. The piece because yeah. what the PCR it just shows that you've been that you've been exposed to the antibodies. But somebody like me, a healthcare worker, I know I've been exposed to the antibodies. Most American citizens, it's a pandemic. It's an airborne pathogen that is pan. It's a pandemic. That means it's in your area, it's in your space. So yeah. every this is why I say most people are going to get it. This is because of how it's just because of how it's how we're going how they're going about this, but. My problem now is I don't think we've seen anything yet. I think the flu is going to reemerge, but how it's going to reemerge is when it comes to wintertime, when people have gotten these vaccines and their immune system have been on overdrive, 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 you know, uh, trying to replicate these spike proteins. I don't think the flu ever disappeared. I just think that they're, they're mixing in this biochemical weapon that's highly, highly um, contagious, but it's, it's not necessarily easy to transmit. This is why I feel like those who have actually got the real what the real CV, it's not a good mortality. It's not a good mortality rate for you. But I think hand in hand, it's a deadly flu too. So, you know, you have to follow somewhere. A lot of people are falling on anywhere within that spectrum. But I think the problem is that the flu never disappeared. They're all classifying it damn the same. If they if you do have the flu right now, they put it with COVID basically. So. My thing is, you know, with people having getting these spike proteins and getting these vaccines, when it starts to get cold again and we go into flu season, you're gonna have so many people get sick from this shit, dude. But the difference is, what the difference is, your what that shit does is make your immune system go in overdrive. So if you're younger, if you're younger, you actually you might be more at risk. 
because you have a stronger immune system. This is why I laugh when people talk about immune system because you you don't necessarily want. I mean, if your if your immune system is strong, your body's going is going to thwart some shit. But biochemical weapon, your body may go in overdrive, especially if you got if you got this mRNA vaccine with your body's just going to go in overdrive, and you're not going to be able to tell your immune system to cut off. And what that shit is going to end up doing is end up being like an autoimmune disease. This is why when you said when you said um, it's similar to HIV, it's scary because I got I have coworkers who are just now starting to retire. They started when HIV first popped off, man. And some of the stories that they, they I mean, I'm getting chills right now thinking about this shit. You gotta you gotta really talk to you gotta talk to somebody that's been in the healthcare that, that was around when HIV first came out, dog. Like. That shit is a mind fuck, and it's kind of similar now because a lot of shit that they were talking about then is just like, just how like they would come to work and a lot of their coworkers would, some of their coworkers would just have died or some shit. Damn. They had HIV the whole time, but they didn't, you know, oh, wow. they, they were just dying. You know what I mean? Because you got to think back then they didn't have the same protocols that we do now. That's one thing that they, it, it was, it was positives and negatives that came out, came about from that. Yeah. The positives were like, you know, they started doing different shit, like uh, not reusing needles. You got to think when HIV first came out, they sharpened their own needles and reused needles. Think about what that called. Think about how, man, think about that shit. People are getting, getting nicked. You know, they might stick a patient and they might nick themselves. It ain't like it is now where you got to go, man, it's, you got to sell out of work. You got to do, get all these tests and shit. What? That yeah. shit was normal then. I mean, we were just talking about this Um, in my uh, I was talking to some of my homies uh, from back home and stuff. We was like, man, they were like, do you think God created HIV? I was like, bro, no. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, like, look at, like, okay, yeah, herpes and shit like this. Like, okay, you get crabs. Yeah, that comes from something. But HIV is just like, I mean, it, it just seemed like it came out of thin fucking air. It's like, bro, like, how, why would you think that would be something just natural? Niggas in like the 60s and 70s were fucking like crazy without condoms. Wow. And before that, like you think all of a sudden, oh, this STD. I mean, it's just, or now they say STI. This STI just comes out of nowhere. It was for a reason. Population control, number one. But I mean, like, bro, like it's the same shit with this, except it's not sexually trans. Well, actually, I think I did see something about it. them saying this can be sexually transmitted, but I don't know. I haven't looked too deep into that, but yeah, because I was and my barber, he was just saying today, he's like, watch, you know, the vaccines, they're going to try to, they might fuck around and force us to be like, you can't have sex unless you have a vaccine or something like that. And the barbershop was like, how the hell? They're like, nah, they, they, they were like, people ain't going to go for that. He's like, bro, he's like, they forcing you now. I mean, they, 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 they were forcing people to make, wear the mask and shit and people did it. So how can you say that they wouldn't be able to somehow enforce this rule to where you can't have sex and shit and, or take away porn websites and shit like that. And I was like, bro, like, yeah, I could see it. I could see how they could lock shit down like that. But I mean, man, I don't know, bro. I don't know how long this will, uh, this will continue to go on. Um, but I do know states are opening back up like legit. Um, so I guess in that sense, numbers are going down in certain areas. But then again, you got to think about when it gets cold and we'll see how what happens when it gets cold again. And we know that's technically flu season, but we know this is technically like a form of the flu. So 
we will see what happens then. Um, but yeah, yeah, there was something else I was going to mention about this. I wanted to add that um, I, I I know I'm pessimistic, but I just I just think it's correlating with just a a real like second wave. Like I feel like it's correlating it's, it's correlating with the Spanish flu and the Spanish flu. I think that you know that second winter, uh, I think the winter of 1919. It came out in 1918, but the winter of 1919 is where you had a lot more, like it was worse than the initial virus, and it was a lot a lot more younger people dying because of cytokine storm. And if you look at how the, just if you look at how the vaccine works, it just basically causes your immune system to constantly replicate, uh, uh causes your DNA to constantly replicate, you know, these spike proteins. And I'm saying what what can cut that off though? It's nothing that's gonna cut that off. So I'm looking at it as I I just I hope that I'm wrong. I really do. I hope I'm wrong. But I feel like it's, it is going to be probably another wave to where it's going to. Right now, it seems crazy, but it's going to scare people so fucking much that they're going to allow them. It's going to it's go, they're going to be able to comply with shit deeper than mask. I think it's going to get to the point where it's, you're not going to be able to eat. You're not going to be able to like you're not going to be able to go to a store and do normal shit without, you know, getting the vaccine but i'm telling you it's all coming from the this shit that's it's coming from the vaccine it ain't coming from it's coming from the fucking vaccine if, if it happens like that it's, it, it came from the vaccine it didn't come from just a virus it came from the vaccine i hope i'm wrong i hope i'm totally wrong about that shit but you know it's it's, it's correlating man it really is it's correlating yeah. you know the yeah. difference is they were during they were in war times then you know I think they had a lot to do with it. You know, they were, they were, uh, it was World War One, I, I believe. I mean, but, yeah, you know, hygiene and they didn't have. They, yeah, I mean, it was, it wasn't I mean, as hygienic. And the medical, they didn't have certain advancements in medicine that we have today as well to fight certain things too. You know, people were dying, thing, people were dying off of what? Taking penicillin and shit back then, right? So. Last thing I wanted to add before I, you know, before I pass it over is, what you're talking about with the viruses. Well, if you know, most viruses are man-made. That's not necessarily something that's that's organic. Yeah, co- co- coronavirus has been around for a long time. They they are always in labs fucking with viruses and shit. Like, yeah. So and I think they, they haven't admitted it yet, but this is I mean, it's pointing to that that it was made in a lab and we're the culprits behind it. I don't know where in the country, maybe Seattle, where they had patient zero. I mean, because I mean, like, it, but they and then somehow they just blame China because of the conflict that we have with China when China actually runs us already. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know what to believe. But I, I do know they said patient zero for the U.S. was in Seattle. So maybe that's where we should start looking for answers, you know. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah. Um, I also. I guess going on like a side note, uh, this is something else, uh, not dealing with this, uh, the pandemic and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll be thinking, I'm, I don't even really be thinking about it like that, like how it was last year. Because I know how we we were talking about it early before it actually hit the U.S., I remember. I haven't went back to listen to those episodes, but I know we were talking about it early before it actually. But then even when we were talking about it, people feel like they already had it. In 2019, at the end of the but it wasn't classified as uh, CV at that time. You know, um, 
But yeah, what, what? Okay, this is something different. All right, so recently in the news, this is entertainment. Um, Nick Cannon, you know, Nick Cannon, uh, wilding out, uh, hosts different shows and stuff like that. Um, he's about he, he's about to have his seventh child, and people have been kind of bad. Well, they've been making fun of him online and shit. They're like, you know, Nick Cannon gonna have to show up to all these different graduations. Like, he had like seven ties and shit. And it was like Nick Cannon's making a light skinned militia. Like all his baby mamas are like light skinned or white, like uh, Mariah, Mariah Carey or something like that. I was, you know, I was laughing at the, you know, memes and shit. And he spoke about it on the Howard Stern show. Um, and he was pretty much saying how he has lupus. And with lupus, the doctor told him, you know, Damn. His life expectancy is probably not going to, he probably not going to live a super long life. Like he's probably cut in half. He's going to die a lot sooner than most people. So with him knowing that, he said, fuck it. Um, he's like, why not just, you know, just have more kids, you know, if he's, if he can afford it, you know, he's, you know, supposed to be a wealthy man and shit. Why not have more kids? And if he can afford to take care of them for now. And um, that's why I was looking at it like that. I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then, but people in the people were saying, well, he's just going to leave the kids without him. They need that father figure once he's if he thinks he's going to die soon or something like that. Then he's just going to have all these kids without a father. But I don't know. I mean, I, see, I, I look at it like this, um, just in terms of. Uh, how I was saying population control, I think we do need to have more in general. I think we do need to have more kids in terms of leaving. Uh, now this is more so for just melanated individuals in terms of leaving legacies and shit, because the population control is real. You see it with this virus, you see it with abortion uh, laws and shit. It's so much shit going into this shit. It's like, Man, like they even got like a uh, male male uh, Plan B type pills and shit. I think that they're trying to make mainstream to where to where dudes can take it and they can't have kids and shit like that. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, instead of getting um you know getting the snip and shit. So I'm just thinking, I'm like, bro, like I don't really have a issue with that because me and myself, I'm thinking I want to have like four kids. I might push it even further than that. It just depends because I, I feel like if you look at our numbers in terms of melanated individuals and you see everything that they're doing to destroy us, I think we have it's our it's our purpose, it's our duty to help repopulate the earth. You know what I mean? The meek shall inherit the earth. You know that's something that I subscribe to. But, you know, I don't subscribe to being like a Rolling Stone or nothing like that. But that's just something I'm thinking about moving forward. It's just like I don't I don't have an issue with having several kids as long as I can take care of them. You know, he's in a different position than I am and stuff like that. But that's just something to think about, because I was thinking like, yeah, I mean, if he feels like he's about to die soon or he didn't say he, what it reminds me of is Chadwick Bozeman. When those pictures went around of him and he was sick, but people was making fun of him being sick. Nobody knew that he had pancreatic cancer. He had been fighting it for years. Um, 
That's what it reminds me of this right now. So I'm like, bro, if he dies in the coming months and shit, and people making all these jokes about him and shit like that, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, bro, like that, you know, I, I feel like it's a ritual, a ritual that's being played on us again and again and again and again and again. Um, and they'll just profit off of his death, off of if you know, if, you know, for God forbid if that did happen. You know what I mean? I'm not wishing that on him or nothing like that. It's the same thing with Chadwick though. Like they're so quick to you know push out. They're they're ready to do this new Black Panther movie, right? They're about to start shooting it, and they're just going to kill him off. And at first, I was with that. I was like, yeah, they should just kill off the character. You know, just leave his legacy with Chadwick. But I was like, bro, like that character meant too much to people. Too much to kids and stuff like that to just kill off that a significant character in the MCU, a black lead, you know, a black American lead, not British, black American lead to just kill him off on, you know, just on some bullshit on the scene or some scene. You the, the beginning of the movie, we just see him far off and he he's get, he kills off and that, that's the end of his character. Like, I think that would be some bullshit if they do that. Either way, they're profiting off of a black man's death. They're profiting off of his energy. They're profiting off of a conductor of this universe, of this planet. They're profiting off of they're profiting off of the planet. They're profiting off of Earth itself. You know what I mean? The energy that we have, they're profiting off of it. You know, so I don't know, man. I mean, I, I just look at it like this. I'm like, bro, I don't, you know, just got to think about certain things uh, that we see. Um, in the media and like how we pr- we put our energy into it because we are the power we conduct this shit you know like a train conductor you know this this planet you know what I mean so that's just something to think about I, I wanted to get your your uh, your take on that on like just I guess having kids and stuff like that and multiple like, like several kids and shit because I've seen people talking about it well for him I, I, one I'll say like as a as a man specifically a melanated man, quote unquote, black man, you you can't do right or wrong. So it's really not up to uh, opinions of other people. It don't really matter. And I, I'm sure he understands that. Cause I mean, people are going to find faults in what you do. That's for all men, but you know, we're under, we're under a whole nother microscope too. Each, each, uh, yeah, we're under, we're under uh, something else too. You know, we're not going to be able to do good or bad. Uh, but, well, what is perceived good, but everything we're going to do is something a negative and everything we But, you know, for him, um, you know, he may have seven kids. You know, I feel like any man that has the funds to be able to fully raise and take care of seven kids can do whatever he wants to do. Um, So, you know, that that's how I feel about that. If he's doing what he has to do, then I respect it. I mean, actually being able to raise them in some type of way. I know he he may he, he's going he's a he's a busy man. He has shit going on, but that doesn't excuse him from having seven kids. Um, he still has to be he has to have his hands in raising them in some type of way. You know, naturally he can uh, take care of them, but he also has to, you know, imprint his own himself onto his his children. Um, so if he's if he's doing that and any man that does that. I don't disagree with that. Um, I have nothing negative to say about about what he what he has done. Um, and with the legacy aspect, I agree. Uh, you know, we have to leave a legacy. Um, at the end of the day, you know, the only problem I have with you know with 
First, we are in the population control. Um, every day as a black person, quote unquote black person, man or woman, you are basically like it's just this mental aspect that you feel like you just are trying to get through the day. Um, but it's different. It's different for both of us. You know, we have our own different battles that we have to fight, but we are both under under attack. Um, the only problem I have is, you know, it is fundamentally wrong with. No, we've been doing shit wrong. We've been doing shit wrong. And, you know, this goes back to the to the, to that type of warfare that we're under. We've been doing shit wrong. I don't think everybody should have kids. I mean, that's just my opinion. I think that's why we're fucked up as a community is because I feel like what has been told that is real or is alpha in our community is, is absolutely beta. And um, it's led to this, this, this overall cycle of having the man outside the household, women raising, raising men. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just created a cycle. It's created this crazy ass cycle. So that's the only thing I was. I don't think everybody should should have kids. I don't think it's. I don't think that that's necessarily meant for everybody. I think, or, or everybody who has a certain mindset, you got to have a certain mindset. You got to be. I was gonna say like certain but, people aren't mentally capable of having or mentally unstable people. It's like being just think about like your exes and shit. Like if you had kids with them, do you think that shit will work? Like. Maybe even some people that we know, some people that they were with, like, damn, it, imagine if they had kids together, like, y'all two bringing a life into this world, like, I don't see how that could work, you know what I mean? Like, I literally seen, I don't know if you've seen it, it went viral, this dude, uh, murder case, he he defended himself, and Ronnie, Ronnie Neal, or O'Neal or some shit, this dude, he got like, it, he, um, he killed... His his wife, he killed his daughter who was autistic. He stabbed his son. He made his son say Alu um, Akbar or something like that. Say something in that um, I think it was Muslim language or something. His son actually came and testified. For, he cross examined his son in the courtroom. You have to look this up. That's like he was in there, he was in there yelling like all right. I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was laughing when I was seeing it because I was like, this nigga think he Denzel or something. He's like, now these, he was like, now these motherfuckers, he's like, y'all have lied on me. I did not shoot her. I did not do this. The the jury will see. And then he ended up saying, I did kill her, but if you're gonna tell it, then tell it right. He had his son in there. They didn't show his son, obviously, on screen, but you can see it. Uh, he was like, so he was like, hey, son, it was his first time seeing his son in like three years. He's like, hey, dad, or whatever. And um, he was like, so what happened? He's like, did I hurt you? And his son's like, yes. He's like, how How so? He's like, you stabbed me. I was just like, bro, and he, his son was recounting that night. Like, yeah, he, he, um, it, it, he was like, dude, his, he said his dad went and got an axe. He hit the, he hit the, his, uh, his sister with the axe. Um, he killed his mom, and then he put his foot on him. He made him lay down on his stomach, and he had his foot over him, on him. But I don't know why he didn't kill. I don't know why he didn't kill him though. That's I had to look into that. But it's fucked up, man. Like, um, and then the 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 judge, you know, she was just making all types of faces when he was giving his points and shit. It was just crazy. I, I'm surprised, dude. Like he went, but I'm, I, dude. I would not be surprised if he if he gets a Netflix deal or some shit on like death row or some shit like that. Like, that's why I see like this dude, he's a complete character, sociopath, psycho, whatever. 
Um, he went out on some Ted Bundy type shit. She was telling him, you know, maybe in another lifetime, you could have been a great lawyer and shit. And I was just like, but then again, maybe she was just trying to boost his confidence just so she knows, you know, he went, he ain't going to ever have like an appeal because this is it. He, he did it himself. He, he would, he tried, he defended himself. And I think they came back with a guilty verdict and maybe one of the fastest times ever. Like in less than an hour or something like that, they came back with like a guilty verdict. Um, first degree murder. Ronnie O'Neill, I think that's his name, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that shit was crazy, bro. But like, like you said, like niggas like that, mentally unstable. You know niggas like that. I know people like that too that shouldn't have fucking kids that do. Honestly, they probably do have kids um now that I think about it. And it's like them niggas is crazy. It's like, bro, like certain people is not built for that shit. So I I do uh, I do understand that aspect of it for sure. Yeah, I want to make sure I, I got that clarified. I'm not saying like I. This is why I don't have kids because I think becoming a man to be able to to build your legacy is not something that you can just fucking do. You know what I mean? I don't think it's just something you can do. You got to be able to financially take care of them. You got to be able to know yourself as a man to be able to keep yourself emotionally in check. Number one, and to be able to provide. So that's that's really for some people it takes longer than others. For me personally, I don't think I've been there yet. I'm not there yet. I don't think I, I'm 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 ready to do that yet. You know, I want to be able to actually be able to be there and be able to be matured as a man myself. Also, it doesn't make me any less of a man if I don't have kids. You know, it's, it's just it's just I, not meant for I mean, everybody. I, I mean, and from what I see from people, because I was born out of wedlock, I wasn't planned. None of that shit. Um, that, from what I see from uh, people that are parents, they like, you're never truly ready to be a parent. Like, you just have to, like, I mean, you just got to do it. I mean, you just got to try. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like you said, like, yeah, you want to be, like, that's how I think about it, too. It's like, oh, shit. I broke the stereotype in terms of my family. You know what I mean? Like teen parents and shit. I almost became a teen parent myself, you know? Um, but I didn't. I like to think in an alternate light universe, I am a, I, I did become a teen parent and I would have lived one a different route, you know? But um, I didn't. Um, like, I broke that stereotype in terms of what I've done, of what I've accomplished so far. And I think to myself, like, yeah, I don't want to have kids until I can be able to homeschool them and, you know, to make sure they ain't never going to want for nothing or anything. But, you never. I mean, you never truly are ready for that. That's how I look at it. You know, when it comes, it comes. You know what I mean? If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, I'm not mad or nothing like that. More, I mean, you know, where where I'm headed, I feel like it will come at a certain point. Um, I don't know if it's going to be planned, but, you know, I mean, it probably, you know, it'll happen, I feel like, more than likely. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to say about that? Just that uh, you just got to be mature. You got to know that you got to you got to be responsible. You got to have a responsible mindset because um, at the end of the day. I know for me, me personally, I'm not I don't want a relationship. I don't want marriage right now. I'm chilling. So I'm not fit to have kids right now. You know what I mean? I'm not fit to have kids right now. I mean, more than likely the person who I will have kids with, I, I probably won't love them. Like, I don't, I, I, it's just, 
it's just not meant for me to have kids right now. I'm I feel like I'm not ready. But if I was to have them, I gotta do what I gotta do. But I feel like that I feel like the mindset that we've had is why we're fucked up. You know, I feel like in some in some sense you have to prepare. In some sense, you have to prepare. I feel like a lot of us were mistakes, including myself. And what I mean by mistakes, uh, literally our parents did not have the mindset of having a kid. And one didn't want to have a kid, which is which leaves leaves us as as seeds to kind of just learn and do the shit on our fucking own. And you know, it, it's plenty of examples for that I can give. And I think that that goes back to the problem that I do have with us as men. The problem is that you know we gotta be responsible and know, like you know, as a man, if you want to have a kid or not, you know that. You know that. You know. But then again. That it gets to the point to where we don't even have the control over that either, because it does come down ultimately to the the woman. You know, that, what I mean? th- that's true. That's true. But I, you know, I don't, I don't want to be like what they say. I, I, I do enjoy Kevin Samuel's content, but I don't want to. I, I want to do. I'm going to take his route when it comes to us taking accountability as men. It's a lot of stuff. I mean, I, I can. It's a lot of stuff. I feel like women do that. You know. It's a lot of things that I feel like they also do that, you know, makes it a little bit more complex. But, you know, for us as men, I do think, you know, we do, we have to take accountability on certain things, too, including myself. And I think, you know, a lot of times we know, like, I know if I'm on Tinder, if I'm going to a club or some shit, more than likely, I don't need to be having sex raw. And, you know, I, I mean, it's consequences that come out of that. Like, you know what I mean? It's, and this is yeah. how this is we got to have yeah. that accountability, you know. We got yeah, to. I know. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't play like I don't play like that. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. play like that. It's like, I, yeah, I mean, like, look, for me, I, I feel like for me, if it, will it, um, if it does happen, it's gonna be planned. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to just knowing unknowingly just be hitting a, a chick raw and shit, like you said, from like a club, because I know what can happen. You know what I mean? And I know who I am and the status, I, you know, that I'm acquiring in life, well, going into life, so. I know more than likely, you know, what can happen from that. I mean, shit, it almost happened to me when I was a teenager. I didn't know what I was doing. And, um, yeah, that almost happened. So it's like that's kind of followed me all throughout life where I'm at now. That's why I'm like, nah, you know, protection, protection, protection. If I finally, you know, get that significant other, I feel comfortable enough, then, yeah, I'll do it. And, you know, if I knock her up, then shit, I do it. You know, I do it. You know, and I'll, I'll be ready. You know, but other than that, just some random chick, some shit at the club or something. You know what I mean? Hell no, nah, I can't. I can't get down like that. I cannot. Yeah, I mean, I've been there and done that, and I I could be an example too. But I I still feel like at the end of the day, as a man and as a woman, specifically as a man, just gotta have you gotta have a responsible mindset. If it happens. Because I do agree with exactly what you... Because the reality is you can't... I mean, even if you are planning on having a kid, you necessarily don't have control over exactly when you're going to have that kid. So that yeah. makes that does make sense. But it's not just all like... you. We do have some say in it, I think. Um, right, we, right. We do kind of know if we do certain things, we kind of know... We, we should expect certain outcomes. I mean, I'm pro... You know, I... At one point, I was like on some pro-life shit, but I'm like, I'm a pro-choice type person now. Um, as I gotten older, you know, uh, if a girl that I'm with wants to have, you know, an abortion and stuff like that, I ain't going to be trying to stop it. You know, I just would want to be a part of the process, you know, as a man, you know. Uh, 
But ultimately, they're the ones that's carrying the baby for nine months or so or less sometimes. So, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, we'll come to that when that when that happens, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But, um, yeah, um, damn. I, so I brought I know I mentioned, yeah, mentioned the, the Nick Cannon thing. Was there I'm trying to think, was there anything else that I wanted to mention? Uh, oh, I was going to ask you too. Also, what's going on with these cicadas? Like, is that is that a sign? You think that's a sign of like some spiritual, like something like prophecy? I was thinking of movie, like the movie Seven, with the seven deadly sins and shit like that. Like, I was thinking cicadas could be a part of that somehow. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, how they, I mean, where the fuck are these cicadas coming from? Were they genetically engineered? Did the scientists let them? Because you know the scientists let out mosquitoes, right? Wasn't it? They, didn't they let them out yeah. in like Florida or some shit? And mm-hmm. people were angry about that? Yeah. So where the fuck are these cicadas coming from? I think it's all... I think all this shit is going to come to... I think it's... It's all... Yeah, like you said, it's it's uh, spiritual. It's, it's spiritual aspects behind us because they're ringing off... They've rung off a lot of shit. Um... I like. I didn't really do too much research uh, when it comes to that topic. I just know that supposedly they've been underground for a long time, and they choose to come out now. Which is, anytime the media is talking about some shit, you got to have a uh, you know a raised eyebrow about it. Like it's got to be something suspicious behind it. So, but I still think it goes back to the to the to the uh, infestation aspect, the prophecy. You know, what they talk about the locust and different. You know, there's different aspects of, of prophecy. Uh, yeah, I think it has something to do with that. Uh, and I think it. I think it. Honestly, I think it's, it might be connected with this UFO disclosure too. Oddly enough, I, I think it may have something. And, and the mosquitoes as well, with the type of technology that they've probably been using to uh, genetically modify shit. Like all this shit is connected. All this shit is connected, man. It is. Yeah. That- I wanted to touch one more time on the the Chadwick thing, man, because I know you had mentioned it before. He was like, you know, that was huge when they made uh, Falcon Captain America, and they did that in the comics as well. And uh, I was watching this video about um, this guy. He was he was talking. To, he was uh, responding to this this other YouTuber, this white YouTuber that I watch. I watch her videos sometimes. I think she gives good content for the most part in terms of just movies and shit like that. But she kind of the way she she kind of brushed off like the Black Panther in terms of him dying. She was like, um, I didn't see the video at first. Um, he mentioned it. He said he didn't follow her like that. But when his followers sent it to him, um, E-Man reviews, he, he reviews a lot of movies and stuff like that. Um, she pretty much was saying how she has insiders telling her that in the Black Panther 2 movie that they're going to kill him off. They're just going to do it. They're just going to might be like a battle scene or some shit. He's just going to die. And that's it. There's no more discussions about recasting. Just for pretty, she pretty much was like, just forget about it. It's on some like, I'm white and I say so type shit. Yep. You know, he was like, he had a problem with that. Cause he was like, how the fuck? Well, he ain't cuss, but I'm cussing. He was like, how the fuck you going to tell us what the fuck we supposed to stop caring about or care about just because you say, Oh, it, okay. They said Marvel said. I don't give a damn what Marvel says. We the character means something to us. 
We want to see it properly done, right? You think, okay, you think all last year people were upset about him passing, and now two years later, you're going to do that shit again, and you're going to have the actors make, you're going to have the actors react to that shit again on screen? You're going to have all these people come see this movie just to see him die again in the fucking movie. It's like yep. the third time he's done died. Like, I mean, it's like, bro, like, you, you already making profit regardless off of his death. So to just kill him off again is some. Bu- I think that's some bullshit. Like that's some bullshit. Like, dude, just imagine we man, we didn't even get to we didn't even get to see Black Panther and fucking Captain. Dude, think about how powerful that would be. I was just thinking about that shit, bro. I was like, think about in the next Avengers movie how powerful that would have been to have the fucking Black Captain America and Black Panther, bro. Like on the scene and on the. You know, in the fucking scene together, some shit, an action scene or something triumphant. Just think about how powerful that would have been, bro. Like now they're just gonna kill off the character just like that. He just he barely got into the fucking MCU, and now they're just gonna kill him off. Like that's some bullshit, bro. Like the more that I think about, it, I'm like, bro, that's some bullshit, bro. Yeah, it just seems like to me that just it, it's all. It's not even about his death. It's just a good way for them to just shit on people again. It's like they saw how much money they made from that one fucking movie, Black Panther. And now they're just going to be like, well, you know, we can continue the Black Panther movie, but we don't need the main character anymore. When he was the driving force behind the fucking movie. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous in my opinion, man. It's like, he's just going to piss us off even more. Like, honestly, he's just going to make us angry because it's like, okay, you want us to watch some more slave shit? Some more black trauma porn. We get one movie where the black, you know, you see melanated people triumphant, and now you're gonna take that shit away from us again, like, bro, like we just made all this fucking money, sell all these goddamn records, fucking awards, everything. Now you're gonna just take that shit away because you feel like it's not right because he died with the character died with the actual. No, the character lives on. The, the actor passed away. You think that's what he wanted? Is it for the character to die with him? Come on, man. Like, that character's been around for, what, 40 years or some shit in comics, 50 years almost? That character means a lot to a lot of people and to kids and inspiring kids, the next generation and shit like that. Since to just to kill him off? Now, we don't know for sure if they're going to do that yet, but I think that's what they're going to do. If they just kill him off, it's just some bullshit, bro. And like, there's going to be, I mean, there's going to be a lot of outrage. Just, just know. I think you know the only the, the thing is the, they own it, so they can do what they want to do with it. And not just that, we're gonna get, we're gonna continue to watch. We're gonna continue to just tune in, <laughs> so they can do whatever the fuck they want. I think we just gotta stop doing. This is we gotta just, just start well, really not support it. I mean, not support it then. If they, uh, I yeah, said what? Well, yeah. yeah, or just not support. Yeah, just to not support it. That um, that's what we gotta do. We just gotta not support it. Like really, and just. Not supported. And um, this is coming, me, I'm a huge, like, you know, I'm a huge you, 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 Yeah. This shit pissed me off. Dude, you think I want to go to the movies to see this dude die again? Like, bro, like, what the I mean, fuck? That's like, goofy, man. Like, that, that's just, to me, like, that's just dumb. Like, I mean, and, and that, that, that's, it's dumb and it's, it's offensive. That's, that's true. That's true. That, that's, when I talk about cancel, that's offensive right there. Yeah, that is offensive. I mean, for people like people who have been true fans, but you can see where it doesn't even really correlate. It doesn't even make sense in the timeline. 
Like it's just it, it's it's dumb. It's dumb. I mean, out of, yeah, just because you think out of respect for the actor, the actor is not the he's playing a part. The character is more. There's more. The character lives on forever, bro. Like you know, what I mean, his legacy. Yeah, we know Chadwick. He's done several roles. He was really good. He was a really good actor. He's from South Carolina. Yeah, I know about his history and shit. You know what I mean? But I, the character lives on way longer. That's a symbol. That I mean, that that could live on for thousands of years. Like I don't think you. Re- I don't think people understand how d- deeply rooted that could mean for people. Uh, like melanated individuals. I remember going to see that shit in the theater, and it was all like majority black people in there. And the energy that was in that motherfucker is like we could overturn the fucking planet, uh, overturn the country if we want to. Now that you go see the second one next year and they just kill him off on screen, like, and just just be done with the character. Like, he's just some some trash or some shit. Like, the, the crazy thing about how it is, I think all this shit they're talking about is true in that movie. I think I'm more of a Golden Jaguar type of nigga anyway. But I think, you know, it's 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 truth behind all that. You got Mount Kenya. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. heard of Mount Kenya? You, you research Mount Kenya? They said that shit is that's, that's that's like the same thing that they had in Wakanda, man. Like, and them, them some powerful people over there. Kenya and uh in Ethiopia, those countries, if you know what you know, you know those are some some powerful ass countries. Um, so I think that the stories they're telling is it's 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 real. It's, and this is why we connect to it so well. We this is why we uh we respect that movie. And right. I think this is why it's been one of the greatest movies that they've ever created. Still to this day, that movie is amazing, dude. Yeah. That movie is, is amazing. I in my think, opinion. you know, and um, I feel like with all of this shit, like we, I mean, it's been nonstop. Like people just talking about recast T'Challa, recast T'Challa, like change.org, the donations, all that shit, like recast, recast, recast. If they just kill him off, like within like the first like five minutes of the movie, bro, like that shit is going to be. It's going to be ugly, bro. It's going to be real ugly for them. I don't think they... See, I think with all this shit people are saying now, they might reconsider. I think what they might do is they might get another... Um, The way they could explain it is he could... They not show his actual death on screen. Instead, they just talk... They could talk about it or something like that, have like a, a ceremony or something, and then they could pull a, a Black Panther from another universe over another T'Challa comes in from another, the multiverse, they could pull him in, and he's the new Black Panther of this universe. That's what I could see them actually doing. I mean, because I don't know if they want to face that, if they really want that bad, because it's going to be a lot of backlash if they do that shit. If they, if they kill him off on screen just like that, and then just move on like nothing happened, like, bro, like, that it'll be a lot of fucking backlash. You know, so, we'll see what they do. I feel like they're going to end up changing their minds and be like, no, nah, I think we need to actually recast them because if we don't, a lot of people are going to be angry. Like, a lot of people will be angry. So, we'll see. I mean, that movie is not, it's not scheduled to come out until like another year anyway, I think so. But they about to start, they're about to start uh, shooting it, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, that was the, uh, that was the last thing. Oh, no, well, one other thing. You know, I want to see Blue Marvel. Now I've already I've talked about him before. Blue Marvel, yeah, he's black. He's pretty much a god. He can react. He's a reality warper. 
all that shit. Like, yeah, he's that dude, Adam Brashear. He's coming to the MCU at some point. They're probably going to weaken his powers because he's that powerful. Like, he he can go toe-to-toe with fucking Superman, honestly. Like, nah, I'm not even bullshitting the way they made him. He's that OP. He's going to come at some point in the MCU. So that gives me hope for some more melanated, you know, black characters and shit like that, you know. Um but yeah, man, that I mean that that Black Panther though, like it was just different with that that movie and how he portrayed that character. Even though I'm more so sided with Killmonger on a lot of shit he was saying, but you know that's another story for another. That's another uh, topic for another day. They might bring him in as new Black Panther, which I wouldn't be opposed to that, honestly. Oh um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't either. But uh, you know, certain people like he's a you know villain, all that other shit. Oh. But um, the, the the Jaguar is only indigenous to the Americans, by the way. <laughs> mm. But we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah, that that was the last thing I had to um bring up. Did you have any? Did you have anything else you wanted to to mention? Nah, nope. I think it's time that you know we about to wrap this up. We yeah, got to tell all the information. So till next yeah. time. Yeah, um, you know, and as usual, you know, as usual, you can uh, reach us on Twitter at Podcast Divine. You can reach us on Instagram at Divine Council Podcast, uh, SoundCloud Divine Council Podcast. We're on all streaming services. You know, if you're using like something like Apple Podcasts, you know, leave us a review that helps with visibility, especially a five star rating. And, you know, as always, we're going to continue to just bring y'all what we think will uh, be important for y'all to know, you know, uh, moving forward in life and stuff like that. And um, in honor of it being Gemini, you know, season, and I know Gemini season is winding down because cancer's season is right around the corner. You know, my my grandma, uh, her birthday is coming up. My mama's birthday today. Oh, okay, okay. 24. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Them cancers, boy. Them crabs. Them crabs, boy. I love them crabs. I love them cancers, boy. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, but, yeah, in honor of, uh, you know, this month, you know, I know it's Pride Month, you know, see, but <laughs> I know it's Pride Month, but, uh, you know, you see all the colors and shit, but, nah, this is different, though. In honor of uh, Pac, Um, I'm going to leave y'all with this quote. I'm not saying I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the brain that will change the world. Yeah. End quote. And on that note, we're out. Peace.